Fancy I'm surprised they never tried to reboot Crazy Taxi or anything like that. I think they did when they put it to PC and it sucked. Well, they should make a brand new one. Yeah, but it's not going to be as good, is it? Maybe. Oh, they, yeah, 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 yeah. They could, well, they could, they could do like a Kickstarter, and like all the original creators come back, and one of the stretch goals is we get the offspring to make an original soundtrack for it. Why, yeah. out of all the nostalgia-ridden Kickstarters, why not, why not a Crazy Taxi? But it would have to be called something different because all these guys come back Crazy and make. Uber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would play. I, hope you're that one. I, would I play. really hope you're recording that one. Welcome to the Permanent Podcast, everybody. Sponsored by Uber. Or Lyft. Enter Uber sponsorship here. I actually don't know what an Uber is. I just basically, know that people use them a, instead of taxis now. It is a taxi that you call by app. Yeah. And, and basically any driver could be an Uber driver. Yeah, so right now I can apply to be an Uber driver, and I use my own car, and I dispatch from my own house. Like, if anyone near me in this city needs a ride... I'll get pinged, and I don't know how the payment process works. I I don't really know if anyone's an Uber driver in this city I'm in, but it's an interesting thing. You know how they always say, "Don't get into unmarked cabs." It's an entire <laughs> business model based on unmarked cabs. I was gonna say, shouldn't you have like licenses to do stuff like that, or at least we have to in this country? I um I assume they probably do like extensive background checks. Uh, maybe are they, the are they say of, of they do Uber drivers yeah i've heard yeah. i'm not sure that they uh, do but uh i wonder if it's pricey i wouldn't mind trying it once just for, for a story but then i, I end up getting an that... average one and i don't have a story it's just hey my guy was like a taxi driver and I I that it. it's a little bit cheaper and i think that your the amount that you pay is mildly influenced on whether you're rated as being a good passenger or not. So if you're rated as being a bad passenger, you pay more. That's right. They can rate you as a passenger when you're done. Like, like yeah. <laughs> well, you can rate them as a driver as well, yeah. which makes sense. Yeah. But, um... What What do you got to do to get a bad rating? Because I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit there. Like, get drunk, call the Uber, throw up oh, in the car. Now, uh, like, what's the, <laughs> what's to stop them from, like, just giving me a bad rating as a passenger just because? Or, Nothing. like, or like, do they, is there, like, a cred thing, like, where, like, the company will know if a driver is just giving people one star just to do it? Like, I mean, they'll probably catch on that this guy is given 300 <laughs> one star reviews this guy hates everybody a lot of bad passengers. this guy hates everyone I'm, why is he a taxi driver i'm picky yeah that's <laughs> that's interesting um <laughs> this is a game Uber. podcast yeah. welcome to the primitive podcast sponsored by uber what episode is this what episode Not, was the episode the e3? episode 19 we're on 19 right nothing what special 19 no, We're up on 20, nothing. which is not as good as 21. 19's nothing. It's all the same, really. Um, speaking of E3, I'm going to say this right off the bat. I'm not going to be able to finish the highlights. The save file got corrupted, and I don't have the <laughs> perfection to go through E3 and um, Squeenix again. That's okay. Because that was awful. You know what? I don't blame you. You know... So I might just, like, unlist the streams. I don't it's, know. Been a... it's been a I while... Can't... Like, since we've done anything permadeath-wise, and, like, I know you mentioned yesterday in the chat, like, oh, we could do video this time because we mentioned about it. Oh, and then you just mentioned the highlights. Dude, I forgot about everything permadeath. So you could not have mentioned these things, and I wouldn't even know they existed. Uh, <laughs> no. 
And uh, and then you would be like, hey, I'm blowing up at the highlights. And I was like, what? <laughs> what highlight video? Oh, that one. It uh, should literally just be you going, oh. <laughs> my, my, my personal highlight is is Bill going off for 20 seconds going, mobile. Mobile. Because of the woman in EA who was talking about mobile games. And she's like, oh, we're going to play some mobile. That was a shit segment, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't even remember doing that. I yeah, think, was EA that... was pretty much just us being idiots. Yeah. I think that's the one I, I started drinking on. I think I started drinking during the EA one. That sounds about right. Because um... <laughs> you had to leave like five times. Yeah, that's right. I, had to... I missed Plants vs. Zombies because I, the... I had the pee. Because when I drink beer, that's just it's game over. But uh, it's yeah, it's beer is what you need to get through. Uh, <laughs> you get through, yeah, most yeah. of them. Oh, you know, I had to do all of the three streams, and then I was like, okay, I'm kind of done with E3. And then we had to do like the wrap up stream here, and then I had to yeah. do another wrap up podcast, and I was just so done with E3. <laughs> that's I'm so, I'm so done. <laughs> that's what I was like. It's been so long since we've done this, and like, what since July, June, the end of June. June? It has been 65 days. Wow. Um, and at the end of it, like, I was like, oh, man, I'm kind of a game talked out for a little bit. And luckily, I mean, like, everybody, it was kind of difficult to schedule anyway. And, like, I was like, okay, that's good. Because I don't, I'm done talking about games for a little bit. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, E3, I'll, I'll just say this. I don't want to do that again next year in the same way. In the same way, no. We um... could do, hmm. We'll talk about I this. Say this. We just, I say we just do the big three, personally. Yeah. And then we can do, like, we can, we probably can, watch the smaller ones yeah. and then just do, like, a little we can, about it. we can include the little smaller ones in the bigger, like, wrap-up podcast and then do a live stream to the big ones. Nothing exciting happens at the little ones anyway. Like, like nothing new gets revealed because usually, like, all the stuff gets revealed at the big three and then they'll show additional stuff at the smaller ones. Like, we all knew Assassin's Creed was coming, and this was coming, and Rainbow Six was coming. Ubisoft, what the hell did they show? New Rain- uh, Rainbow Six? No, no, no. Ghost Recon. <laughs> Fuck. Tom Clancy, get the hell out of here. Um, it's all right. He's dead, isn't he? Oh, shit. Remember the podcast. Hey, is This podcast is... I knew he was dead. <laughs> but the permanent podcast is not held accountable for any Tom Clancy. So anyway... We're a podcast that talks about games. Uh, how are you? Guys, how are you guys doing? Since it's been so long, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I've actually played some games. Whoa! Some Calm of them down. kind of new. Some of them not not See so that? new. Welcome to the podcast that keeps up on shit. Yeah. I've not been keeping up on Just anything. Not the celebrity deaths. What I think. You're going to be like, oh, what have you been playing? I'm going to be like, the same shit I was playing last time. I was <laughs> well, what have you been playing? Xenoblade Chronicles. I'm still not finished with it. I restarted. Uh, I am currently about 95 hours into it, and I'm coming up on like the Damn. last bit of game. Um, I've been... I've been taking a break from it now, though, because I'm, I, re- I realized I was getting towards the end, and I'm like, I don't want it to end. <laughs> I don't want to finish this yet, so I'm going to play Pokemon instead. So I finished Pokemon today. Which one? Um, Alpha Sapphire. All right. Finished that today. Did the Elite Four in one go, which is ridiculous. 
just went through it, didn't even save. I was like, no, I'll just like grind a bit on the Elite Four, I guess. Just did it in one go. So that was kind of disappointing. But now I'm on to the Delta episodes or whatever. But, uh, go play Xenoblade Chronicles. I'm working on it. I, I think I was supposed to play it before this one. Yeah, I think I think yeah, you were supposed probably. to play it the one before that as well. To mm-hmm. be honest. And you know what else you're supposed to play? Metroid. Yeah. Have you bought Metroid yet? I think it's safe to say I'm never going to buy the Metroid Prime trilogy ever. <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> because I'm never going to play it, and when I I'll buy it when I'm about to actually start playing it. Oh, I know what I've been playing. That's oh. new. Oh. Lots of match three games, such as Honey Pop. There we go. I started playing Honey Pop. How, uh, how are you feeling about Honey Pop? I didn't get too far into Honey Pop. Um, they just announced a new game. Did you see that? Honey something. Well, Honey Pop 2. Honey something what? Studios or something like that. You're joking. It's another match. I think that there, there I can't was, do this again. I can't there was, do this there was again. talk of there being a sequel like a week after the game came out because it was proving successful. Yeah, and they they announced a sequel title and a trailer uh, like a week ago, two weeks ago. I need to pick up that game and only play, what is it, four times with each person? And just okay. ignore the phone forever? Let's see, I uh, announcing name. our new upcoming game, Honeycam Studio. Yeah, there we this go. does not seem like a match three game. <laughs> okay. Well, now I've got to look at it. Um... Uh... Oh dear! Oh, it's a, to, oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tycoon management game. Oh man, I love tycoon management games. Well, I'm oh gonna, I'm now my screen's you. full of poo. Oh no! <laughs> These people don't look anything like the. Oh goodness, it is as well. Oh my god! The, oh, okay. <laughs> oh man, you can make thirty-five thousand dollars just throwing someone on cam. Man. I'm, I'm just skimming it's, it's through. It's got a lot of the characters from uh, Honey Poppet as well, so that's thing. Yeah, Steam Greenlight. For those of you who don't know what uh, Honey Pop is, <laughs> it is a match three game uh, based around a dating sim with naked girls. Yep, I think that sums it up pretty and well. And it's got it's... Really full it's English voice acting. God, I can't stand some of the voice acting. <laughs> that oh. took me by surprise because I didn't know there was English voice acting in it. What do you uh, think it was made by Americans, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, I thought it was just going to be text. And I opened it up and like I start playing it. And it's like, hey, bitch! <laughs> How do you fucking do it, bitch? Want to get some chicks? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, let's do this! Yeah, it, 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 yeah I'm going to match some threes and get some chicks. Was, can, we, can we have a fan dub, please? It's inspiring. <laughs> Oh god! I was uh, taken <laughs> aback by it, but I like it, and I like you know it's funny because like it's such a stupid idea for a game, and like when you would say go and play Honey Pop all day, like it's like you know it might get a weird look, but the match three stuff's pretty fun. I like the concept behind the match three stuff, so um, I would recommend it, and I would also um, say I'm probably gonna check out Honey Camp Studio too. So we had uh, for those people now. <laughs> We had someone <laughs> started playing Honey Pop and then no longer he played the DRM free version so that people couldn't see how long he could play. You know what? I'm outing him. Andy, it's you. I know it's you. <laughs> I wasn't going to out him. No, the whole... I'm outing you. You like Honey Pop. I know you do. 
Played minute. for like 20 minutes and then switched to the DRM free. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Today I've got like six girls and I'm like, how? Ah. I, I openly played this on my Steam for 15 hours, so. I need a new hobby. Honey so pop. I started. Pretty um, boy, honey pop. Yeah, I I would actually really really like to see a pretty boy honey pop honey pop, um. But then I was like, maybe I should play a match three game that's not really perverted. <laughs> so I started playing Pokemon Shuffle. All oh, right. What did you think of it? I'm at the point now where I'm like, you really want me to spend money, but I refuse. I will not do this. Um, because I'm really stuck on like the mega mega Lopony or something. Sounds familiar. I need a fighting Pokemon, and none of the fighting Pokemon want to be caught. Apparently, so. Did you? Um, that's the thing. Did you ever play Puzzle Quest? No. Ooh, um, that was like the, that was like one of the first big ones. It came out a long. It's out on PC and Steam now, but it came out a while ago on the Xbox Live Arcade, and it was like one of the first big, like match three games that were like, holy shit, we're doing something like different with it. Aside from it just being here's your score and here's some blocks. Like, it, it's an RPG, and the battle system is based around match three, and, like, yeah. I'm sure you can probably catch the drift. You match, uh, yeah, yeah. match stuff, and it does damage. and um, Really fun game. Uh, I recommend it. It, it goes on sale sometimes. but um, And then there's also, uh, I've been wanting to pick this up, but I haven't yet, uh, the Puzzle and Dragons game for the 3DS. The I have yet to see that in stores. I want to get it. Puzzle. Uh, puzzles. Uh, no, puzzle and dragons. I always get the plural wrong. <laughs> because I, I really like it. I, I, I played it a bit on the on my phone, um, the the actual one, and I'm like, well, you know what? I'll play a Mario one. And then I hear the actual puzzles and dragons. Puzzle, is it dragons? Puzzle and dragons? We'll, we'll know what puzzles you're... and dragons? Puzzle and dragons, I think. One puzzle, dragons. several dragons. <laughs> There's only one puzzle. Why are the dragons here? <laughs> Well, they love batch three. Well, this one on the 3DS comes with two full games. It comes with the Puzzle and Dragons Z, uh, and then Puzzle and Dragons uh, Mario, whatever the hell that one's called. Puzzle and Mario, whatever. Puzzle. See, that's what I'm thinking. I should probably invest in rather than Pokemon Shuffle. You'll probably enjoy it because uh, there's no microtransactions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I haven't spent any money on Pokemon Shuffle yet, and I will continue that way. Actually, I think I'm gonna buy but... this Puzzle and Dragons game this week. Sorry. How much? Um, speaking of match three, I really enjoyed Adventure Express, um, which is by Adults, or it's probably published by Adult Swim. It's for your mobile. Um, for the mobile. For the mobile. Um, yeah, I quite enjoyed it, and it didn't force micro micro transactions down my throat. There we go. Um, quite as much as I felt Pokemon Shuffle did. Oh man, it's only eighteen quid, and I can get it by tomorrow. Yeah, I think I want to get it for my trip this weekend. That's if I can play it. Uh... Why? How did this turn into me buying a game? Let's. Because you want to play match three. Like I had no intention of buying this game this week. Here I am gonna spend money on a game. Oh, oh God. Um. So yeah, match threes. Yeah. I've not played any match threes this recently. Any other cool ones you played, Abby, besides Honey Pop? Abby might have just gotten dinner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take over. Uh, last time, during the E3 stream, 
iOS users had Fallout Shelter, and I was very angry because yeah. Android had like no release date. And then like uh, a week and a half ago, I randomly stumble upon a tweet that says it comes out on the 13th of August. I'm like, all right, sweet. So I played that a bit. Um, I'm now angry with it because the Android update, um, well, the Android version comes with like the Deathclaw update. Yeah. So where the iOS people could have been like spamming in, well, not necessarily spamming, but they could be just constantly sending people out to the wasteland and retrieving new um, new dwellers. If I do that, I get attacked by death claws, and the combat in the game is awful because the moment an enemy leaves the room, the people in that room just don't care anymore. They don't yeah. follow it. It's like, ah, oh, I'm not dying right now. Life is good. <laughs> Let the other guys deal with it. Are you talking about Fallout Shelter? Yeah, because you vanished. Yeah, my my internet does this thing now where it's just like, nah. Ah, fair enough. It just goes away for a second and it messes up all of the calls that I'm ever in, ever. Oh, at least we know now. Um, I feel like the, the, the game could be a lot better if there were a few like UI changes, like if there was an easier way to um, <coughs> to arm people, to, like to work out who's armed and who's not, because at the moment you've got to tap on everyone they keep moving like idiots because they're all on coffee break because I've got like 300 people more than I have jobs for because I can't afford more jobs. Damn, man. See, Cola. that game just doesn't run on my phone. Cold so. population. I can't stop them having babies. Three dogs had like <laughs> 400. <laughs> That's a lie. My population's only like 128. But most of them are three dog. So they've all got last name dog. <laughs> One dog, two dog, three dog. <laughs> Um, so now that I've, I've rented about Fallout Shelter, have you played anything else, Eddie? Any three? Um, I stopped playing Bastion yesterday. Oh, yeah. Hey, First good time game, ever. Good game. I keep meaning to stream that so that I actually have the motivation to play it. Do you like it? Like, I felt like um, I should do something that wasn't a Nintendo game because I knew we were going to be recording Permadeath, and I was like, I'm going to play some Bastion. So I played some Bastion, and Bastion's really, really good so far. How far are you? Yeah, um, yeah. Not, not very far at all, to be honest. I've played like the first four levels or something. Played for nearly an hour. But I just See, it takes to... me that long to get to the place where you meet the um, the narrator guy, and that's the place I always stop. But I have no idea. I don't know what I'm doing here now. Bye. Really? Yeah. You just go to the like end of the bastion, and then you can go to the sky from there. Oh. It's like a, you can choose which world you want to go to. Oh. <laughs> Speaking I'm of not Bastion, good at games. <laughs> I think I, I think I'm gonna replay Bastion. Move well, I'll, I'll let you know how I get on because I want to play more of it. So fine, I'll try and get because I've got I've got a fairly quiet week this week. I might try and blitz it. You should jump onto Transistor after you beat Bastion. I didn't like Transistor that much. I, I gave up. I, I gave up. I don't own I didn't Transistor. Like so. Uh. I'm, I'm going to try and get through some of my backlog of games because I'm looking at my backlog and I'm like, oh god. How, how long is yours? Um, I have 188 games. Uh, that is better. I don't know than, how many of them I've played. It's better than my 280. I've given up hope. Yep. <laughs> I've given up hope on mine where I don't even know what mine is because I have so many physical. I've never counted like combined digital and physical stuff. And, oh, this is just my Steam library. And it's like, I just, yeah. I just gotta stop buying stuff. 
so hard. Well, I hate to tell you, Bill, but I'm telling you to play a JRPG that's at least 100 yeah. hours long. <laughs> that's the, this is the thing is like in my head, like like in September, a bunch of stuff comes. Like some stuff. Well, I'm not. I haven't played any Metal Gear in my life. I I kind of regret not getting into it because everything I'm hearing about five is pretty neat. But at the same time, Konami, I, I don't know. It's 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 complicated. Um, but I want to get Mad Max on the first. But like in my head, I'm like, I can't start Mad Max until I beat. Pers- I can't start another single player game until I beat Persona Four. But I'm only <laughs> 20 hours into Persona Four, and that's 70, 80, depending on what you do. And I'm very uh, meticulous when it comes to going through the game. Like the games I play, I do everything. I try to. So like that's a long game. Um, I'll never play anything because I'm never gonna beat Persona Four. So I'm just gonna mm. buy stuff. And it's just gonna sit there. Yeah. Like that's an MMO, which I'll just play. Which <laughs> I because because in my head that's okay because that doesn't count because that's just a persistent game. That's that's like playing an FPS. That doesn't count towards my backlog. Um, Speaking of FPS, whoosh. sorry, it's actually okay. third person. The Splatoon update came out. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, Splatoon. It did. Yeah. Come out. The big August update. Every, every, yeah. Whenever someone mentions Splatoon, so oh, just wait till August to buy it. Just wait. You know what? It wasn't quite as good as I thought it was gonna be. I was, I was gonna <laughs> say. Yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah, like now that the August update is out, does it really like in your head go? Wow, yeah, now it's huge. I mean, like not saying the game. I I was never on the end of the game's lacking content to begin oh. with. But like, does it now? Like everyone was like, "The August update, baby!" Like, does it really feel I, like it was really anything different than like your usual stuff that they? I will say, I, I like that I can play ranked with my friends, but I wanted to be able to play turf wars with my yes. friends on the same team. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the biggest disappointment that's for me. That's a bummer. That's the one I don't get. Like, I have actually played ranked now, and I think I've ranked up purely because I can play with people, and it's not just me against seven other Japanese people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> instead, it's it's. it's Four of us against four Japanese people. Um, <laughs> Dude, yeah, what? They're all snipers. Why is everybody Japanese on Splatoon now? I because was, they want that million dollars. I was playing it like, at like 7 p.m., which is like peak time for America on the East Coast. And every – and they whoop ass. They're, if you're look, if you're Japanese, you're listening to this. Could you please like put – go play your other games for a little bit so I could win well, in a Splatoon. I was thinking on the Japanese aren't typically well known for being like great at esports. It tends to be the North Koreans or the South Koreans, one of them, South and then America. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I guess the South Koreans make more sense. Kim Jong Un uh, loves his Starcraft. He, he loves he loves Splatoon. He's <laughs> he's a squid uh, now. Uh, uh, Kim Jong Un. Yeah. Are you an Un now? Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, the, I I am surprised that the Japanese are. So good at that game. This, and I, yeah, it I took don't over over it. there. It took over over there. There's like popular J-pop artists who are playing Splatoon and posting about it on Twitter. There's some J-pop singer who has who is an A plus. I don't made it like it was like upvoted on Reddit like a thousand times. Like oh whatever whatever her name is Yamiya is an A plus on a Splatoon. And I'm like what that what the hell that so that's I get like it's but at the same time I thought it sold really well everywhere. So I'm surprised that. Like, I'm not exaggerating. Like, okay, I'll play with a bunch of Japanese people, and then one person will be named mm. Paul. So I'm like, all yeah. right. Yeah. I, there's my buddy. There it is. He's on the opposite I think, team, I though. I think what He's you'll find is you'll play randomly, ass. and then you'll suddenly see a lot of 
hashtag name swag uh, just popping in. I, I I changed my name to Good Effort, and I, we haven't played yeah. since. So it's like... Yeah, we we saw. Yeah. We saw. Um, yeah. So I like that ranked has squad battle now, and yeah. we haven't really played around with the private lobby too much, just because there's never that many of us around at once. Yeah, but like, it ends of, up being two v two. That's kind of. I wish they make a tournament lobby instead. Yeah, but the the fact that there isn't a turf war squad system just boggles my mind because for the longest time that's what I thought it was going to be in that squad battle for ranked would yeah. be the worst idea ever because you could effectively try and cheat the system, um, which you can't. Turns out I was wrong on that front, but still, the fact that you can't turf war is a bit weird. Yeah, I mean, it make it. There's a there's a good argument for both modes to be available in squad battle, and I don't understand why the people who want to play with a party of exclusively their friends need to play the ranked modes when, like, the main mode in the game is turf war. Like, despite what, like, like oh, ranked is the one that like for not obviously not for everybody. Ranked isn't what brings everybody back. Like, like. Turf war is what the game was advertised around. Like you know, you don't have to kill people. You could you could paint and still be useful. The game's unique. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, because honestly, when you break it down, the ranked modes aren't d- different than what you'd find in other games. Like like turf war, no, uh, splat zone is king of the hill. Um, yeah. uh, tower control is payload from Team Fortress. Um, Rainmaker is like uh, oddball from Halo. Um, still need to play in, that in a, one. In a Every way. time I try. <clears throat> Um, so it's like, you know, Turf War is like the Splatoon mode. Like, this is the one where it's like, holy shit, yeah, this is awesome because there's so many you – just, just, you can be an asset to your team. It's fun for everybody. You know, kids can play this mode. It's not – I mean, there's no way to get flamed in the game anyway by people. But, like, it's it's really fun to just be like, fuck it. I don't want to shoot anybody today. I'm just going to paint. Um, so the fact that you can't play that with your friends, like, still, as – and it's obviously never going to happen because that's that's a big update unless they plan another big up like one like well they said that they they're planning on doing constant at least content updates map wise yeah so maybe at some point there will be a squad turf thing that just rolls out and they're like hey look we got this thing now it's just because i can't i can't imagine it's much more difficult to do than <laughs> introducing squad battle for ranked. Yeah, like on a technical level. Yeah, I guess the yeah the infrastructure. It's just there. that you're applying it to turf war rather than rank. I just don't get what you were thinking with that one. Why they didn't think to? I mean, like, hey, great, I can play ranked and play with people I know and I that I trust instead of random people because mm-hmm. playing ranked or random people is torture on any game. And Rocket League is no Rocket League is no <laughs> motherfucker. But, like, I don't always want to play with the stress of, like, oh, shit, we lost. Like, and, yeah, it's never been that hard to get into a game with your friends in Turf War, but I don't always get to play with them, and that sucks. Like, Yeah, it's like I want to be on the same team as some of my friends yeah. um, rather than being against nice. them because it's, like, it's such a big deal when we've managed. I think we've done it maybe twice to get four of us on a team in a room of, like... Three or four... But then there were some disconnects in a couple of them. Um, I mean, it is nice that I can brutally murder other people uh, and get angry about it. <laughs> Whilst in a Skype call, it's like, no, see, that works quite well. I <clears throat> I would prefer to be on the same team as Pat. 
<laughs> because he destroys me every time we play. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I feel bad every time. I think that's secretly Japanese. He just whoops my <laughs> ass with that roller. And like, I, I'm just like, God damn it. Get on my team, Pat. If you're listening, Pat, get on my team. Hashtag get on my team, Pat. Please. <laughs> Hashtag please. <laughs> but yeah, the other stuff. What else they add in the August update? More gear. Um, uh, oh, they had the Ikarusume. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they brought cool. that over. I'm I'm happy with that. Overall, I don't want to sound too negative about the update. Um, no, it, because it I was a split. Like... Yeah, the, the the big thing with squad battles it kind of just killed the buzz for me, like a little bit. Like, all right, yeah, squad battle. All right, it's not as good as I thought it was going to be because it's not what yeah. I technically thought it was. Yeah, um, I, lo- I like the um, increase in level cap. Yeah. Um, God, the I'm way not... that you level up now takes forever. <laughs> I'm kind of happy about that because it means then that it'll take a little bit longer. Yeah, but I'm still seeing people who are like getting towards level forty or whatever, and I'm like, how? Do you do nothing, do nothing but play yeah, this game? Nothing, but... Non-stop splatting. Also, like, I think playing ranked mode levels you up faster. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So they could just be playing a lot of ranked mode and then a little bit of turf war on the side. Um, well, it levels you up faster if you win. <laughs> well, I think I think if you survive through to the end, you get as many level up points as if you won a game of turf war. Mm-hmm. But you still get points just for participating. It's like a point per minute. And then you get five points for living through to the end. And then you get, is it ten if you win? Yeah. I think it's ten if it's a knockout. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. They also added the splatling gun and the bucket. Which I don't like either. Forget the slosher. Forget that noise. It's horrible. Yeah, no one should play with that. It's awful. I real I know. Uh, are you guys ribbing at Matt right now? Is that what this is? Because he's a big oh slosher. no no no. He's a big slosher. I mean, man. yes, yes. Well, this that was me trying to reverse psychology people into not ever oh. touching the slosher. <laughs> yeah. Because it, screw yeah. anyone who uses the slosher. That needs nerfing. I hate it. Yeah, it, it, does. it needs to be slowed down. Why do I? Why do I suck with every good weapon? Okay, uh, yeah. that's a question. Well, I don't suck. How'd you get the, good at a weapon? I don't suck with the fifty-two gal, but like at the same time, like I don't want to use anything else but the fifty-two gal deco because that's the only thing I'm like, because I because like I have had a big problem with with the Splatoon arsenal. Um, I think Kinrashi and I mentioned this briefly on Twitter, or maybe it was in Skype, um, about how like like I, there's like a vast majority of the weapons I don't touch because they just have shitty. Loadouts, oh, the like and the subs and yeah, yeah, like I get they want to preserve balance by like not letting you like mix and match your super and um sub like with like mm-hmm. okay yeah this guy's using the arrow spray but he has an ink strike and a kraken like yeah that'd be a little fucking crazy but like like yeah because both of them are super maybe <laughs> yeah uh... <laughs> maybe uh you know like let maybe me let let them pick our sub maybe like or or something yeah. you know because like. Like, <clears throat> there's so many weapons, so many variants. I'm just like, well, I'm never, I'm never gonna use that because I'm not using the beacon and the thing that lets me throw a portable UAV. Like, or like, I'm not using that. Like, that's crap. Yeah, what? if it if it doesn't have ink strike, echo locate, or um, I think there's one that I'm a bit more willing for. I can't remember it though. Then I just don't touch it. Like, I'm very partial to the... What's the name of the um, sub that tracks them down? It's like a thing that swims in the ground and, like, 
Oh, the Seeker. Yeah, the Seeker. The little I, boat explosive. I really like the Seeker, and I really like the Ink Strike. So the 52-gal Deco gives me what I need. I don't ever want to use it. I've gotten really good at using the Seeker, and I've, I have extreme use for the Ink Strike in the modes I play. So it's like, why would I ever touch anything else? Yeah. And like... And all these new guns that come out, I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, what are the what's the loadout? I'm not going to use it. Like, uh-huh. and that's maybe not fun. Like, like I'm no fun for doing that. But at the same time, it's like maybe give me some kind of way to like, hey, you could pick your sub or like this weapon you could pick between two different two different loadouts. Or maybe you can go to Spike and spend things and randomly change the loadout or something. I don't know. Maybe some weapon customization it, instead of just gear customization would be cool. But that's probably, it also makes some of the gear useless because i think all of my gear has at least one slot that's dedicated to bomb efficiency which i don't use yeah so can we talk about splatfest for a second and how america's is way cooler than anything that will ever be well, we have autobots and decepticons this time yeah but they had marshmallows and hot dogs last time. <laughs> you yeah, know <laughs> but this time we have sing versus dance and last and the time before that they had roller coasters versus water slides hey that's a cool one yeah what did we have that time? We had um, uh, eat versus we've had sleep. rock versus pop. We've had eat versus sleep, and we've had uh, north versus south. North pole. versus south pole. That's a fucking was... stupid one. Yeah. No, it's which one would you? It, it's it's not which is better. It's which would you prefer to visit? It's just that no one paid attention to that part. It's just Neither. which yeah, is better. It's, it's still stupid. <laughs> like um... it's basically pink. Would you prefer to be a pink meet a penguin or a polar bear? Speaking yeah, and I picked the polar bear, and I fucking paid for it, didn't I? <laughs> did you lose? Did your side lose? Yeah. Uh, it was pretty close. Team Marshmallow one. I picked Marshmallow. But, you know, I, I picked... At first, I was puzzled when I saw in text what the Splatfest was, and then I realized it's what you grill or what you roast over a fire, because I, we do roast hot dogs over fires here. Um, and I do, I do do that on a regular basis in the summer, like whenever we have fires here. And, like, just two nights ago... Um, I was roasting a hot dog over fire, and then I ate it. I'm like, I should have picked Team Hot Dog. This is good, but then Team Hot Dog lost. So it's like, well, I picked the good side then, because I figured everyone was gonna pick Marshmallow anyway. Because like, nobody's gonna pick Hot Dog. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't have been able is, to uh, pick one because you like. Well, they're they're, uh, a, they're a vegetarian hot dogs. Oh, that's right. They're a vegetarian marshmallows, but they're really hard to get a hold of. And vegetarian <laughs> hot dogs taste like crap. They taste like actual cardboard tubes. I don't mind them. <laughs> did, did you, see the, did you yeah. see the dialogue between Callie and Marie about marshmallows and hot dogs? No, no. we're in America. Uh, was it Callie or Marie? I don't remember. I, I don't remember if people posted it online or not, but it was one of them. And they mentioned whoever was the team hot dog one. They're like, oh, I'm support my team because I love pink tubes of meat. And I'm like, what? Come on, Nintendo. <laughs> you got to be kidding me with this. Callie. What what the fuck? Sorry. I'm gonna type in Splatoon pink tube of meat. Yeah, that's not gonna turn up anything weird. <laughs> uh uh Nope. Let's just go silent for a little while. She I said it. She it. said something about tubes of meat. Anyway. Alright. Um Yeah, Splatfest. What, what was the other thing that annoyed me about um, Splatoon, the update? Um, ba, 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 ba. Yeah, I think I had something ba, 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 too. About the update. I can't remember. I uh... Actually, All I might, know that is that they haven't 
No, go ahead, they sorry. haven't increased the uh, map rotation to three yet. No. And there's a new map last week. <laughs> yeah, which I haven't played on yet. Yeah, I mean, I've it's... still not really played on Camp Triggerfish properly, but... What we really we really do need to organise, like, a, an after... Rainmaker came out. Yeah, I haven't played did. Rainmaker. Fun it, mode. Every time, I'm like, should we see if Rainmaker's on today? Like, oh, no, it's not. That's what... Okay, like... I always see people's reasoning for why Nintendo rotates out the modes and stuff. Like, they don't want to separate the player base. They want to keep everyone focused so you always have people to play with. Yeah. But, like, oh, a new mode comes out. You might not get to play it until tomorrow. Uh, uh, are you serious? It's usually what? in circulation, but what if you're busy that day? It's not in yeah, circulation yeah. for fucking weeks, then. It's like, like... I can't base what? my day around when the fuck Rainmaker is in the rotation. Like, I got... Either I have shit to do or, like, oh, fuck, I missed it. Well, I'm going to bed because I can't play the new mode they put out. That's supposed to be really fun. Fuck me. What annoys me about ranked is um <laughs> sorry, Phil. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. A perfect perfect meat cylinder. Meat cylinder. <laughs> she does not look happy about it. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh yeah, that um it doesn't in the update telling you about the map rotation, it doesn't tell you what the ranked game mode is yeah. into the lobby to find out. Yeah. How hard would it be to have a screen that says ranked mode is a uh, turf, not turf war, splat zone? You know what very, I would very, like? <clears throat> very difficult. I mean, I'm sure there's ways to just look it up on Reddit on your phone, but like, I would really like a Callie and Marie companion app for my phone that gives me the rotations and, or the maps and the modes. So I, like, yeah. when I'm like at work or something or I'm coming home, I could check what it is and like, oh yeah, I'll jump on and try that out or something, you know, and. Instead I'm of standing on your Wii U and going, oh, I don't want to play this. Yeah, well, I wasted again. that time. Let's turn it back off and unplug it and put the what you're, What you basically back. rely on is me coming put it in the cupboard. and uh, <laughs> what, the, what, the, what the rotation is and be like, we don't want to play this one, guys. They've got Port Mackerel and... Uh, oh. um, they should have redid that fucking map. That's what they should have done. Oh, yeah, they redid... Uh, they did a lot of stuff. They did a lot. Of stuff. They did a lot of like. It was a, it was a big update uh, in terms of scope, like like uh, in terms of glossing over like the game and like here's their August update and they did add. Um, there was something about that I was gonna say. I forget what it was. Uh... You can do it, Bill. But yeah, they ruined Urchin Underpass. Shit, I just don't remember. Um, I like the changes to Urchin Underpass. I wish I don't. I'm was, on the like, side where Alpha and Omega. Or an alpha beta version, so that both still existed. Yeah, like there are parts still exists on um, like still exists on the oh, what the fuck do you call it? Co-op, like couch co-op, like that's oh. still the same. Okay, that's a bit weird. Yeah, I don't know why, but it is. <laughs> anyway, is that can a- we talk about the stuff that's coming out like towards the end of this year? Are we finished we, games we played? Just while we're on the Nintendo thing. Okay. Oh, just, right, yeah. Um, I'm crossing. Two, no. You stopped. The Amiibo Festival comes with Isabel and Tigby Amiibos. That's amazing. And and some other ones. But, like, the, towards the end of this year, I'm thinking, right, I've got to start thinking about Game of the Year stuff, right? We've yeah. got to, we've got to get yeah. to that point. Yeah, it's, it's coming up. Um, Next podcast. And then I looked at the, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Episode 20. 
the, the timetable for like what's coming out from just from Nintendo is like Mario Maker, Animal Cro- there's two Animal Crossing games. Nintendo America are getting Yoshi's Woolly World. Uh Triforce Heroes. There's Yokai Watch is coming out. Star Fox Zero finally has a fucking release date. I'm so excited. Um but although it's the same day as Mario Tennis in this country, which kind of sucks. Oh, I forgot about Mario Tennis. Um, then there's Xenoblade Chronicles X, and then there's more Pokemon games coming out, and there's still Fallout to do. And it's... They've not announced this year's Pokemon, have they? There's a Mystery Dungeon game. Oh. It's not proper. It's not proper. All right, then. But, like... There's all that coming out, in addition to all the stuff that I've already played this year and really liked. I just feel like I'm going to have a really bad time choosing this year, where it was really easy last year, where I was just like, yeah, it's Hyrule Warriors. Going to be tough. I think I've only got... fun. I've got one obvious one for now, and then we'll see what the end of the year brings. Mine's Bloodborne. I don't know if it's going to change for much. Uh, Oh, but in Super Mario Maker, you can have custom sounds. In Mario Maker? Yeah. Dude, it's hilarious. On, on local, you can have yeah, custom sounds. Yeah, people can't see them online, online obviously, because you can speak, fuck, fuck, fuck. But, um, <laughs> dude, I was watching so many... <laughs> Giant Bomb did DMX Goomba. Um, I don't know if you guys know... D... I don't know if... Do you guys know what DMX is? No. I saw um, yeah, he's a rapper who always growls and goes like, what? And all this stuff. And uh, Giant Bomb made... Oh, they punched my mic. They made um, uh, a level where the Goomba comes out of the pipe and makes dmx noises and it worked so i love it i i'm looking forward to that game more and more every time i see more stuff about it um oddly like kind of came out of nowhere slowly came out of nowhere for me like my excitement for it. i was always looking forward to mario maker but i'm pretty pumped for that uh, soon i probably won't pick it up until like a month down the line at which point i won't be in the country so i'll probably just wait till the new year you get the japanese and then one because Wait, are we talking about Mario Maker? Yeah. I thought you pre-ordered it. Mm, oh yeah, I did. Because I want the book. <laughs> I don't want the amiibo. I want the amiibo to just go away. It's an ugly thing. But I wanted the book. Yo, did you see the the squid girl costume in Mario Maker turns into a squid when you're in the underwater levels? What? What? Welcome to Mario Maker. That game's insane. I'm so I, excited. I don't know whether I want to cancel my pre-order for it or not. I'm on the fence about it because it's an expensive time. I've got Fallout twice. I've got £115 going on Amiibo at the moment in September. Holy shit, man. Because they're not on Nintendo yet at the regular retail price, so I'm having to pay game prices of £15 each. More importantly, though, finally have a release date for Star Fox. Finally have a release date for Star Fox. What is that? I've been waiting 10 fucking years for this game. Comes out on November twentieth in this country. I think it's a you know I think it's a American simultaneous release. Nice. Everyone's gonna play Star Fox. Nah. And in a month I'm gonna be at EGX, so maybe they'll have Star Fox there so I can play it before I buy it. Probably. So, Nintendo was supposed to be there, but they haven't announced what they're doing yet, I don't think. It'll be Mario Maker and uh probably a bit of Chronicles X and but uh, I don't- because uh, uh, Mario Maker would have been out by this point. Only just, but it'll be out. I mean, the division got de- not de- the division. Rainbow Six Siege got delayed. Oh my god! 
Yeah, some people care about that. I care a little bit. I like the I'm look surprised. of uh, Siege. I'd I'm kind of surprised they haven't delayed Tomb Raider, <clears throat> so it's not clashing with Fallout 4. <sighs> That's such a terrible idea. <laughs> well, Star Fox comes out, what, 10 days later? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At least I don't have to pay for Fallout. <laughs> hey, Abby, can you get me Fallout for Christmas? <laughs> no. Um, so, Bill, what have you been playing? Well, uh, I guess I could start with something. Uh, Do you want to get the angry one out of the way first, or? Uh... Um, I I mentioned briefly about the Black Ops Three beta that I played. Um, oh. This oh yeah, that week. was an open beta. Yeah, for, it was it was open for the it was open for the weekend. Which I found out about it an hour ago. And then the, during the week. Um, you had to pre-order it to get the code, uh, mm-hmm. but there's ways around that. Like you could go to like what I did. You go to Amazon and you pre-order the game, and Amazon doesn't charge you until the game ships. So you just place your pre-order, and they send you the codes. I mean, you just cancel your order. Um, <laughs> so I mean, but I guess they probably figured like, well, fuck, everyone's doing that. Let's just put it up on the fucking store to download. Fuck, fuck it. Um, <laughs> So I figured out of curiosity I'd do that because everyone was playing it. And and at the time of every Call of Duty's release, like, and it happened with Advanced Warfare, and it happened with some of the beta of Black Ops 3 until people played the beta more, uh, including myself. Um, people go like, oh, man, this... is this... a good time for me to go and get a drink, by the way. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, people go, oh, yeah, this one's actually good now. Yeah, this, this one's surprisingly good. And it's like, you know, you hear stuff like that, and you're like, yeah, good, because I, I want a Call of Duty game to, like, be, like... Like good, like, like, cause I like the game playing Call of Duty, and every year I'm like, can they just, can they just like, stop? That, can they just like, you just stop? stop adding stuff, like, on top of stuff? Here's my problem with Black Ops Three, and I didn't hate what I played. Black Ops Three, instead of Advanced Warfare, introduced character customization where you create your character and you put them in cool outfits and you dress them up like a doll. Black Ops Three. Um, gets rid of that in favor of specialists, which are like characters that you pick from. Like, like instead of creating your guy, it's almost like a MOBA or like Dirty Bomb or Team Fortress Two, where you pick um a character with a with a personality and a name, and they have special abilities. And then you can still customize your loadout like every other Call of Duty game, but they have they basically copied Destiny and their supers. Um, right. in that, like, you have this thing that charges up, and then you press L1, R1, and you initiate your super. Um, they, they don't call them supers, but everyone's gonna call them supers, because that's what they fucking are. Um, and I liked that. I know some people didn't like it, because you can't customize the character in the way they look, but I liked it because they were more detailed, in a sense, and that they had a personality, and they had mannerisms, and they had reasons for having the powers they had, and they had a cool look to them. It was It was like playing a different game, because, like, when you're done, like when you start a game, it's like playing Dirty Bomber TMF2, where it shows everyone's classes and then, like it shows their characters they pick. And it's like this is kind of neat, like this is different. But like every and I liked what I played for a little bit, and then you start playing it more, and then you start getting killed by weird shit, and you're like, wait a second, what are like? I just I can't even articulate the way I feel about Call of Duty at this point, um, because I always buy it because there's always stuff in it that I want to play with friends, and I'm it's gonna be no exception of Black Ops Three. I'm probably gonna buy it, but. Mm-hmm. There's too much stuff that they keep adding. It's almost like they're scared if they scale it back a little bit. People are going to go, where's all the stuff? But at the same time, people are like, could you please stop adding the stuff? 
I guess they feel like they can't win, but yeah. like there's the kill streaks that used to be in Call of Duty. It used to be three, five, and seven kills. You get to initiate a UAV and airstrike or helicopter, and then it got progressively crazier and crazier and crazier to the point where instead of just having three balanced streaks, let's give you a giant list of shit you could pick from. And then you could just go buck wild. And at the same time, it's like I don't use the streaks anymore because there's so many to pick from that I don't care. They're they're okay. That one's a missile strike that has cluster bombs. That's a missile strike that has a heat seeking missile. That's a missile strike that shits out a dog. This is a missile strike that comes down and blows. This one's a missile strike that shits out drones. This is the thing. This is a drone strike. This is a thing with spikes on it. In Black Ops with, with Three, the there's. there's <laughs> I would love some kind of video edit where somebody puts an ink strike in Call of Duty. It'd be hilarious. Um, and, um, like, there's in Black Ops 3, there's these weird spheres that you can sick on people that have spikes on them. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what is going on? Like, you're dying from so many things. And, like, you could jump so high and people are all over you. And people are respawning behind you and shooting you in the back. And there's balls with spikes. There's missile strikes. Those little drones flying around all at once. Like, holy fuck. Just scale it back a little bit. You can have the crazy movement if you want. You can have the specialists. You can have this. But holy fuck, the whole game is just watch out for the shit that's coming after you. Uh, I think that they're really driving home the idea that war is hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think I was watching someone play the other day. And uh, they got killed by bees. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at this point if you got killed by cats. <laughs> I want some. If that is the case, I demand that someone crosses the uh, Wicker Man audio with <laughs> Call of Duty now. The bees. I think it would be. I wouldn't be surprised if there are bees in that game if they don't have a challenge to do Wait. that's called not to bees. Or, should, should we Google this? Black Ops bees. bees. Oh my god! What? Bee warfare. <laughs> oh my god! I'm really hoping this is a joke title. Oh, Kinneros, here you go, man. You got your wish, buddy. Um, I can't tell if this is joke footage or not. What but um. But yeah, so it's it's more modern day. It's more like two thousand, like what you would what expect out of, out of Call of Duty in two thousand fifteen. <laughs> That's what you're getting with it. Um... Train <laughs> lightning and robot bees. <laughs> oh, robot bees! They're not legit bees. No, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm they're robot way. bees. Why are they robot bees? Because they're. <laughs> drones. Why don't you just figure out a way to tame wasps? That's <laughs> horrible. Because can you? Because then you'd have like a, a swarm of angry wasps by your wrist that you shoot out and hope that they don't go for you. Yeah, that's why you have to tame them. Tame the wasps. Yeah, teach them and training montage of like. What you mean, like when the Russians taught the dogs to run under the uh, under the tanks? <laughs> it didn't go well. <laughs> yeah, called. That's a history lesson for you. I. That's where we teach here on the Primitive Podcast. Mm. Sponsored by Uber. World War II history. <laughs> There's one thing in the in in it that's interesting to me in the beta is that you could see your ping number. I know that's a weird thing. Like be like, oh wow, in this day. But yeah, you can you can hit the options button or the start button or whatever the fuck it plus mm-hmm. button on the Xbox One, whatever it would be. Um, and um, it shows you your ping. It shows you a graph of your connection, and it shows you your packet loss. It's like wow, they like. 
I assume that means it's... I assume that's just for the beta. I assume that's somewhat dedicated servers then for the first time because my ping and packet loss would be kind of... Like, packet loss especially would kind of be irrelevant in terms of, like, me connecting to a peer-to-peer host. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, interesting. Uh, and then you can go into, like, the options and you could see all your connection info and, like, all your location and your connection strength are all within the game. And it's like, I guess they're kind of, like, saying, like, hey, this is the first Call of Duty where you're not going to complain about lag. Um, so that's one step up. Um, but other than that, it's it's Call of Duty. It feels like Call of Duty. If you like Call of Duty, you're probably gonna you're not gonna hate it. But at the same you like time, Call of Duty and you hate bees. You you might hate you might hate it. You might you might you might not like it. <laughs> so yeah, I, I played that a little bit. I didn't play it as much as I thought I was going to. Um, played some Rocket League. Oh, have uh, you? I've not, I've not I've not heard anything from you I about just, Rocket League. I just want to apologize. When, what do you? How do you feel about Rocket League? To everyone Bill? on Twitter. Um, I, hear, I, I hear that there's a ranked mode. I play Rocket League, and I need a place to vent, because uh, there's no one to listen. No one wants to listen to me in my house. Uh, well, I never asked anyone if they wanted to listen to me. Um, they hear me enough coming from my room <laughs> playing this game. Um, I tweet a lot when I play ranked in Rocket League. And, what is Rocket uh, League for people who do not know? If you don't know what Rocket League is, what have you been doing? If you don't know what Rocket League is, it's soccer with cars, basically. Um, came out for free on PlayStation Plus. Sun Steam for twenty bucks. You can play with cross platform. Have some fun. It's a new great esport for everybody to jump in on. Um, I really, it's really as simple as it sounds. It's soccer with cars. Um, it's kind of hard to control though. I find it can be. Uh, it's a little disorienting when you first start, especially with the two camera options. Two ball cam can be kind of a pain in the ass, um, and not using ball cam can also be kind of a pain in the ass. Um, but it's a very fun game to try to master um, because there's something uh, that happens to you chemically when you score a goal that's like, this is the most satisfying thing in the world. And like, I just, that's what I'm addicted to, and I keep playing it, and I play ranked, and I play ranked 1v1, and I flip the fuck out, and I can't take my life anymore. I hate it, my life because of it. But it's a very fun game. <laughs> I don't really have much to say about Rocket League, to be honest with you. Aside from that, don't play 1v1 ranked because it's the fucking worst thing. You know, I got silver. Um, I get, That was my goal, to hit the silver tier because I was one silver. And then I got cocky and I played a bunch of games because I thought I was so good. And I lost like seven in a row. And then I got so deep out of silver. And then I got silver back again after fighting tooth and nail. And then I played a 1v1 match last night and lost eight to one and lost my silver. Why did I go into it? Why? I, I, I will say... Every morning I wake up and go, the second thought I think of the day is, I wonder if Bill played Rocket League last night. <laughs> Chances are you can answer that question yeah. yes every time because I play it every day and I play it every night. And I play it a lot. And Speaking of, so you're actually going to play a game with me. Yeah, Thursday. We are playing Thursday. with the boys from Vectra. It's going to yeah. be fun. I'm going to kick everyone's ass. I don't get to play because uh, it's football and football's for men. Well, it's, it's less that. Cars, that. So it's even more manly. It's less that. It's more the fact that you, you would be playing for both teams or neither team. <laughs> so I went with neither. Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rocket League's fun. Um, aside from that, I've been playing a lot of MMO still. I actually got max level on Elder Scrolls Online for the first time on PS4. Wow. Um, you were supposed to sell me on that game. Oh, yeah. 
Apparently, uh, he stole my brother on it. One thing, Thieves Guild. Is it there? Not in yet. They gave a roadmap for their updates, and the way they're doing it is like every three months, there's going to be adding a um like a big pack, and the first big pack comes out next week for PC, and the week after for console is the Imperial City. Um, which is like a big PvP area that adds a whole bunch of stuff and bosses and areas and um, stuff mainly for PvP, like fighting our players and stuff. And then after that, it's going to be Orsinium, which is the homeland of the orcs. Um, and then after that is the Dark Brotherhood um, and Thieves Guild. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, you don't need to sell me until then. Cause I, I so yeah, it's not, it's not out yet. Guild. And by that time, there will be tons of stuff in the even more stuff in the game where I could probably just sell you. you could, I don't even have to sell you on it at that point. It, right now, I think the game's in a really good spot. Um, when I say max level, I mean level 50 because once you hit 50, you hit veteran ranks, which is kind of like a weird prestige system where you kind of keep leveling up to veteran rank uh, 14. And um, I got kind of burnt out because I beat – well, I, I beat the main storyline and I beat my faction storyline and I hit level 50. And now what happens after that is you get to do this thing where you get to go play the other faction storylines on your same character and level up more. And I'm like, I'm just going to take a break because I played it so much and I beat my storyline and all that stuff and I had a lot of fun. Um, so I kind of – I basically played it like a Elder Scroll, like a single-player Elder Scrolls game. Like I beat the story and I put it down for a little bit because I don't I don't want to I don't want to hate it. I don't want to burn out on it. So I started playing Final Fantasy fourteen instead. But um, I feel like I don't want to touch Elder Scrolls until I've played Fallout 4. Because yeah. those sorts of games I can very easily get burned out on. And I feel like I'd enjoy Fallout I'd enjoy Fallout 4 <laughs> more than Elder Scrolls because I just couldn't get into Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Elder Scrolls Online is very Elder Scrolls. Like if you don't like Elder Scrolls, you're not gonna like anything. Like well Honestly, my problem my problem with with um, Skyrim was simply the fact that I saw so many people play it. I just felt like there was nothing left for me to do. Like I already knew the entire story. I've yeah. seen most of the quests, and so the weird thing is, I booted up Skyrim again um, the other day just to like see if it would still play on Ultra because I'm trying to gauge if I need to update my PC majorly before Fallout comes out. And um, I'm still finding things to do, and it's really strange. Like, like no major quests, obviously. But well, there's infinite quests. Well, no, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about like um, side quests that are so side questy that you wouldn't know if you didn't ever pick them up or whatever. But I'm still finding like little things like that to do, and it's it's been a while since that game came out. It's been what four years. Yeah. That's always and... uh, a pleasure. It's quite nice. I'm really looking forward to Fallout, though. I'm going to say this every time I get the chance to. I can't wait for <laughs> Fallout. Um, don't expect any podcasts at the end of the year. Just nah, putting that out there. Well, we'll have to squeeze one in before the end of the year. I feel uh, like. Can I play Fallout and do that at the same time? I don't know. Can you? I <laughs> don't know. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> it's going to be a fun time. Um, so who's getting, are you getting Fallout, Bill? Oh yeah, of course. Yes. I can't decide. This is a problem. I'm still not used to like the PC gaming thing. And um, I only bought an actual graphics card earlier this year. And I'm still in the mindset of, I don't think it'll run on my computer, so I'll just buy it on the console. 
So I don't know whether I want to just say, all right, screw it, Fallout 4, I'm getting on the computer. Or if I'll just say, ah, it'll probably run better on the PS4. My, uh, my plan for Fallout 4 is I'm going to get it on PS4 when it comes out. Um, and what, what, what happens to every Bethesda game for me is I always all of them oblivion skyrim i've always bought those on my xbox first and played through them and exhausted like the vanilla single player stuff because then eventually there's going to be dlc or eventually it's going to go on sale on steam pretty cheap and that's when all of the mods yeah. will already be out and like that way all of the mods will be out though all the patches will be kind of be done so they'll stop breaking the mods so i can just download the mods like worry free um, that's a good point. Because that's like the only reason I'd buy it on PCs for the mods. And then again, I, I don't know what to, what to what extent mods will be available on consoles because I know they will eventually be on both. Um, and I, don't know. I imagine that there'll be like a, a curated Bethesda system where they're like, this is a cool mod. You can have it. Yeah. And I would, I would honestly, I would honestly be fine with that. Like, like here's Bethesda's picks of the week or whatever. And here are the mods that won't break your console and destroy your house. Like... <laughs> You know, here's a cool thing that adds new stuff it's to like the unofficial game DLC. Yeah, and like because for the most part, when it comes to downloading mods for Bethesda games, I went Skyrim, and and it's very easy to go overboard and fuck your game up. It's very easy to go overboard and like download a bunch of mods <laughs> that you thought sounded cool, and then you get into the game and it's like this sucks ass. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this story? So, um, it it was like the high level dudes bandit mod the bandit mod yeah. i got that was just ruined my whole game and there was nothing i could do but uninstall it reinstall it um and like it's so it's so easy to just sit there like i sat there for like hours on a saturday like okay i i'm, I'm gonna download this mod this mod this mod this mod and i'm like i made the ultimate bill pack I, like i turned it into like the rpg i've always wanted like killing dragons gives you epic loot and like these dragon souls that you can use to either or whatever to sell or respect your points and like, or level up. And I'm like, Oh cool. You know, like I want to actually go out and hunt dragons. This is an awesome mod. And you know, I added this bandit thing where the bandits aren't just pussies. But at the same time, I'm, I, after I downloaded that, I'm like, I kind of wish the bandits were just pussies because they're just fucking bandits. And so I turned them into Dwemer armor wielding mages. I just, <laughs> um, so it's very easy to go overboard and like download a whole bunch. Of, I mean, it's also easy to restrain and like, you know, I'm only going to get this and this for now and see what it does in my game. But, but so I'm okay if the console um, modding um, landscape is like, here's but here Bethesda went through a bunch of the mods that are out. They deem these ones okay. They're available to download or whatever. Um, that way I get a more str- I get all the cool stuff that people are making. But at the same time I don't have to go through all of the. Uh... The only thing that's that's kind of worrying is like um, size. I mean a lot of mods aren't multiple gigs unless they're like huge mods like Pro- Project Nevada or like. Uh, uh, whatever the big Skyrim one was, the False God, Fall, whatever, the one where it adds a bunch of shit and it's like a whole yeah. new game. Um, most mods aren't really under or over a gig. So, I mean, uh, but I was going to say like space issues, like it was going to have to be curated in a way because otherwise people are going to run out of space in their console in like a week um, if it's just open market. But uh, yeah, but yeah I'll, I'll probably pick it up on console first and then once it's cheaper on Steam – um and a sale pick it up and do the mods and everything because other than that i mean you're getting the same experience either way for the most part um see i'm kind of lucky that i don't have a choice i don't have to be like what do i want it on because i've only got pc so i will have a steam controller at that point though Mm. oh it's a good chance to test it out Mm -hmm. (sighs) choices choices (laughs) i've got till november anyway maybe i'll just keep ebbies i'll just send on the pit boy 
That's my game. <laughs> I do want to comment on one more thing I played, um, but it's only gonna be for two seconds. Um, because I'm really, 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 really impressed, um, with the storyline in Final Fantasy fourteen, the MMO. Mm-hmm. I I skipped through it when I played through the game originally because I'm like, it's an MMO, the story sucks. Skip, 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 skip. I just want to level up into dungeons. Um, but I I wanted to get back into the game and the expansion pack came out and the way it works is you can't play any of the expansion pack content until you beat the main story of the base game and it's like okay no other mmo has ever done that in history fuck you square enix but i really wanted to play it so i went back and i sat down and i watched all of the cutscenes from the vanilla game um for eight hours and then I had to play through all of the patch storyline content because after the base game came out, they added a bunch of story and patches for free, and that took me like twenty hours. So I ba- I played a fucking whole game um, worth of storyline content. But I want to say that I will eat any words I've ever said. I, I don't know when. I don't think I've ever said it on this or anywhere really. But if I've ever said it to anybody about how the storyline in an MMO doesn't matter, um, because what I experienced with the Final Fantasy, I'm. I'm not too far in the expansion pack storyline so far, so it's kind of slow moving. Um, but what I experienced in the base game and its patches, I mean, I like, wow, like that was awesome. And I know everyone has always said it's awesome, and everyone says play through it. It's a great Final Fantasy game in its own right with its storyline. I, I was blown away by. It. I finished it, um, the one I, I was playing through the final patch and the final cutscenes, and I'm like, holy fuck! It's it's so hype it's hype as fuck, and it's awesome. And if anyone at all it has like doubts any final fantasy fans like oh i don't want to play because it's an mmo play it for the storyline because if you're a final fantasy fan i guarantee you won't be disappointed with it at all and you can you can probably power through the storyline not well they've made it quicker to level up now and go through the storyline do it i was blown away by it that's all i really have to say um i wonder if they'll release a version of that story that doesn't require you to be paying every month um probably not uh, because then everyone just a lot of people would just do that instead of instead of um being tempted then the, to play the MMO. The if people are like, I don't want to touch it; it's an MMO and it's got a sub fee. Then you'd you're not losing sales by. I mean, because I I assume the only I guess you're losing some revenue. The but... only way they do it, I guess, if maybe it wasn't being it wasn't continuously successful. Um, because mm-hmm. they they're doing so well. The game is doing so well for Square Enix. It's like probably their most successful release and, and it's most continuously successful release in a, in like a long time um, that like I there's a breaking point for so many people who are probably on the fence like I see people on NeoGAF around like oh I got it at the time I check it out what everyone's been saying and like people are buying it anyway but I, I assume at some point you'll I would imagine once all the expansions are out and they've kind of finish their story but at the same time final fantasy 11 is still pay to play and they're still making expansion so who knows but um i was blown away i was blown away but uh yeah actually all i've been playing i think nothing <clears throat> mmos and rocket league that's about it what about you ken ross i've pretty much only been playing three things um let's guess them volume <laughs> yeah um rocket league not really Splatoon. All right, three things that we've not mentioned. Uh, okay, let me try. Volume. Yeah. Uh, 
CSGO. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I don't know. Uh, so I'll start with Volume, which is a new Mike Bithell game. Which I um, can sort of chime in on a little bit because I've played some I of like it. Mike Bithell. Mike Bithell is in a... Well, not necessarily amazing. He's awesome. Um, I like... You're not amazing. You're pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I feel like amazing is like too hyperbolic. Um, hyperbolous. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, I feel, is like a good character. If someone's amazing... Yeah. That's just my semantic issue with the word. Um, either uh, way, he's on. a pretty cool dude. Um... And I am let's playing it right now. Not right now, obviously, but right this second. Yeah, this second I've been recording. It's really weird if you're jumping in in the middle for twenty minutes. Um, I think it's if you don't know, it is a it's a stealth. It's not even stealth action. It's just stealth um, set in a not too distant future, sort of a sequel to Thomas Was Alone. Um, about. A Robin Hood type character. Set in Nottingham. I don't know if it's set in Nottingham. There, there is Nottingham was mentioned. There is stuff that happens in Nottingham, but I don't know if you are currently in Nottingham while you play. Okay, Um, that's cool because that's where I'm from. Yeah, like that's probably the only representation my hometown will ever get in uh, video games. In video games, I'm fine with that. Mine doesn't have representation in video games at all. Yeah, suck it. I'm about 20... Well, I'm not about... I am 21% of the way through of the uh, the story, which is 100 levels. Um, I don't know how far I am. It's... Uh, it is some really solid stealth stuff. It's only in the last two or three levels that I feel like I've been um, noticed for reasons that aren't legitimate. But that might just be because I'm distracted whilst talking. I, I had a problem with the game. Can okay. can I can I say this? Yep. Um, so I was playing a level of volume. I was trying to show it off to a friend of mine, like, look, this game's really good. And then um, I got to one of the levels. I think it's called Squash Racket, where you get the bugle, mm-hmm. uh, which is like this thing that you can throw, and then you press the button, and it makes a sound, and it distracts the guards while you're in a different area. Yeah. Uh, that does not work on my controller. And <laughs> um, now. I had an issue with that, and I legitimately thought my controller was broken, and I tried three other controllers. So I don't know if you did the same thing as me and misinterpreted the instruction. Okay, what what am I I, supposed to do? You push on the left, the right stick to aim the bugle, and then you fire it. See, I was using my mouse. (laughs) The only way I could get it to work was with my mouse. But yeah, I thought that you had to pull the right trigger, then aim, and then fire it again. Hold but on. it's not. All right, I'm, I'm going to launch the game and just. Okay. I might, I might well, be gone for a second. While I'll... you do that, I will continue to talk about volume. Okay. Um, the stealth is really solid, aside from a few bits where I may have been at fault, like slightly sneaking into someone's range of sight. Um, but the main complaint that I've heard and that I'm starting to feel is that the. Um, the story in Thomas Was Alone was pretty pretty damn good. Um, and like every level you'd get a little bit more of a narrative weaving. 
Whereas with volume, it's like every five levels you get maybe two minutes of dialogue that's story, exposition, and then there's nothing aside from a few text files lying around. And it just feels a little bit sparse. But I don't know how you would really deal with that without making the game inherently shorter. Um, yeah. Right, so what am I supposed to do? I'm in the level now. Okay, so you... Aim with the right stick. Oh, I've got to get to the fucking bugle first. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> um, oh, and th my other issue with like items in that <clears throat> game is you pick it up, you can't use it straight away. It's still got a charge. So I failed a couple of times because there's a there's a power up that lets you run over ru to run quietly. So I pick up the item, pull the trigger because I think I use it, and then leg it, and then get spotted immediately because it's not actually charged up yet. So I feel like when you pick it up, it should oh. be charged. And Sorry, just, it just like, it's just done its thing. Wow, yeah. that's really janky with the control. The it is a little bit stick. I'm so glad I worked it out though, because otherwise I would have just dropped the game and been like, "Well, this is broke." <laughs> or I think that's the point that I was getting at. I was just like, I don't want to play this game anymore because I can't figure it out. Yeah, this so, is the second time that a controller's not worked on a Mike Bethel game. Yeah, so that is that is how it works. It's kind of fiddly to aim nicely it's really sensitive but you sort of get the hang of it um and i keep forgetting that the distraction object can't um stick to half level walls um oh i should have checked what level i was in uh the bugle i think is like level seven or something pretty sure i'm further than that okay maybe you're okay. In, like, i'm launching the game again okay um, <laughs> So yeah, if you like stealth, a lot of people are saying it's like the VR missions or something from Metal Gear. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of um, visually. <clears throat> that uh, you should really check it out. You should probably check out maybe at least one video from someone um, to sort of get an idea of how it works, and then uh, and then definitely pick it up. not you. Level ten. <laughs> it's level ten. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't do it from me. My, I'm I'm out of video making practice, and it shows. Um, so yeah, that was volume. I kind of wish, so I kind of wish that the story was a bit more um, regular, but I'm not going to complain too much. Uh, if you other... want it, you've got five minutes left to get a <laughs> discount. Sorry, if you're listening to this, which will be several hours after the discount ended. <laughs> I think it's worth it without the discount to be fair um the other game i played which was one that i really liked the look of at e3 was beyond eyes which was that game about the blind girl i've heard really not very good things about this game yeah yeah so i can't i don't know if you remember bill it was a it was a sort of exploration type game where you're a blind girl mm -hmm. and um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of paints itself in and as you get closer to stuff you realize that's not a fountain it's a sewage outlet um yeah <laughs> i have a few issues with the game one is the girl walks ridiculously slowly which i get because she's blind and she doesn't have a stick she's just literally blindly walking but um when you like there, are, there are definitely routes that you have to take to complete the level. So if you wander the wrong way to the other side of the map, 
and then realize that you're at the wrong side of the map. You've got a 10 minute walk to get to the right side of the map. And I feel like if it's if you're walking over ground that you've already painted in your mind's eye, you should be able to walk faster through that. I can understand being slow in territory that you've never seen before, but if you yeah. if you know what's there, you should be able to walk at least a little bit faster. Um, it's not particularly long. It's if you walked at a normal speed, it would probably only be an hour or so. But it's about it took me about three hours. Um, and there was a obnoxious puzzle with seagulls that didn't sound like seagulls that I had to use a walkthrough for because it really wasn't obvious at all. Um, so ultimately, I'm disappointed in that one. I felt like it could have been a really good uh, exploration type game. The story was eh, it was predictable. Um, you basically yeah, everyone got, was really excited uh, about that game as well. Yeah. Like, aside from Unravel and Cuphead, it was like the only indie thing that I was like, I'm really going to enjoy trying that out. And, uh, and I didn't, but I finished <laughs> it. And I I had I had an argument with Andy because I feel like I have to play through it again to get the achievements. <laughs> but I know oh, that it's going to be a miserable experience. Don't do so it. I don't, yeah, I, but I've got... Resist. I, bought the, I bought it on the Xbox, so now I've got one achievement on that game. <laughs> I, I can understand that. But to get the others, it is a case of you will have to play this entire game again because there's stuff on each level that you've got to collect. Just like, ah. That's a uh, bummer. That's a bummer. Yeah. Ooh, can I say I've been playing Life is Strange still? I've been like up to date oh. on that, and it's so fucking good. Yeah, I need to play that. I need to play that real bad. Well, I bought yeah. it, but apparently I didn't. Yeah, you need to play it because the last episode will be coming out in probably like October sometime, and I'm dying waiting to find out. How long is each episode? Is it like two hours? Um, about two, two and a half hours. Okay, I need to finish the Game of Thrones Telltale game as well. I only finished episode one. <clears throat> That's a good game. I'm just, I'm just really bad with episodic stuff, like Sorry, I'm stretching. both <laughs> stuff that is literally episodes of. TV, I'm awful at keeping up with it, and then games, I just can't do the episodic thing. So I might wait until Life is Strange is done, and then pick it up. That's probably what's going to happen. Highly, highly recommend it. Like so yeah. far, it's just been so good. I've been seeing. Um, I was a bit, and, oh, I was a bit iffy about it in the first two episodes, where it was like, "Oh, she's a steampunk," and I'd be like, "Shut up! You need to just <laughs> shut up." Um, but it's genuinely intrigued me, and I really love the characters and the world, and I just want to know what happens so badly. They all so... die. I hope not. Or otherwise, you've just spoiled it for me, Ken Ross. Thank, thank you. I've not even, even played the game. I can't spoil it. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. But yeah, Life is Strange. Really good. Go play it. I Might end up being one of my games of the year. Just putting it out there. Maybe I'll do that this week. Let me know when it comes out in the last one. Okay. Should I let you know when it's going to come out? Because usually they announce it about a week before and then you can... No, just tell me when it comes out. No. (laughs) No. Because you'll tell me it's going to come out next week. I'm like, all right. And then it'll be Christmas. And I'm like, so when's Life is Strange come out? (laughs) 
because there's a winter sale going on right now. Um, and the other game that I played that is super new is uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Oh, man, have you got the oh. replay? Yeah, I do. You have played Banjo-Kazooie before? Nope. I'm oh going gonna, gonna, I'm gonna to guess right here. You don't like it. I... There are a few things. <laughs> no! <laughs> and it is pretty much the same issues I had with Super Mario 64. Swimming camera sucks ass. Any okay. swimming from the N64 era is abysmal. They should have fixed that. Um, I will give you that. There are, I will give you that. There's a shark that I need to avoid. Can't swim, so you're just going to die to the shark. Uh... There are jiggies that are underwater that you've got to swim to. There's gold. I'm in Treasure Trove Cove at the minute. Um, oh, man. Treasure Trove Cove. Speaking of... Tre- well, Treasure Trove Cove is my second issue with the game. No. I have ended... I've gotten... I finished... I didn't quite 100% Mumbo's Mountain or whatever it's called. I missed the two hex things. But then I went to um, Treasure Trove Cove. I can't work out how to get to anywhere else... Um, what, like in the hub, because there's a there's a pool of water, and I swim down it, and I swim through a tunnel, and there's a there's a painting on the wall. It's some some kind of wood. Um, but there's no there's no jiggy on the floor to put all of the stuff into the painting, so I don't know how to progress to the next level. Mm. Um. And that's really annoying me because I don't want to have to be going to a walkthrough this early in the game to work out how to get to level three. But, um, yeah. Otherwise, it's an all right game. I don't like the double jump. The shark pisses me off. And uh, swimming sucks. But uh, my hope was that I would have finished it over the weekend to be like, I finished Banjo-Kazooie. But no, I'm only on level two. You'll get there, my friend. Fun fact about Mm Banjo-Kazooie is I never beat it. Um, And and not for reasons that I don't beat games now because I was a kid and I didn't have the extensive library of games I had now. I played that game exclusively for a very long time and I got just about at the end. uh, Had not much else left to do. And as I was booting up the game, I was talking to my parents distracted and, you delete and the save? I accidentally deleted my save and uh-huh. I just never recovered from that I never beat it and I just at that point I was like as uh, Kid Bill was fucking done I was like oh you gotta be kidding me I never beat it never beat Banjo-Kazooie um I bought it on the Xbox Live Arcade when they put it on there I still mm-hmm. have it I should probably play it uh, yeah join me but um yeah yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll do it. That'll, that'll <laughs> do just, it. That's just painful. Um, oops. I feel like there must be something else that I have at least briefly touched. Game. I think I started... I, w- I wanted to play um, Sherlock Holmes' Crimes and Punishments. Mm-hmm. I started it, and for some reason I was recording, uh, because the opening sequence to that game is absurd, because it's a, it's a Victorian set. You talked about it. Uh, it's a Victorian set game, but the opening is like CSI style, <laughs> like heavy future music, and yeah. you're going through like neurons and things. It's like starring Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> like, what? 
Um, oh, yeah. And I ended up deleting the videos, but I ended up redubbing all of the characters in the intro sequence, in the intro area when you meet Lestrade and Sherlock and uh, Dr. Watson and Mrs. Hudson. And <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing at it afterwards, and I feel kind of bad for deleting it, but it, oh. it was probably only amusing to me. It was like, I'm going to talk like this for Mr. Holmes because he's a bit nasally. Let's go, Lestrade. Um, <laughs> That's pretty dead on, actually. I probably, no. I probably would have enjoyed it. Uh, Maybe it's, I don't know, it's in, it was on my hard drive, so it would have been in a in a different uh, recycle bin. So it's gone forever. But, yes, I think that's about it. Cool. Uh, so I guess Abby, you missed the bit where I said that uh, I'm gonna give up on Banjo Kazooie because I can't get out of Treasure Trove Cove. No. I'm not gonna give up. I'm, I might have to walk through it though. Okay, fair enough. Or ask for help. You are not gonna like uh, what was it, Clanker's Cavern? Yeah, because that's a, that's a water level. Yep. <laughs> yep. That one, I might just um, try and get the minimum number of jiggies I need to get to the next bit. Because at the moment, I'm trying to get all ten per level, but there's three that I can't find in Treasure Trove Cove. Um, I think you want to be more worried about the music notes, to be honest, because you need quite a few of those to like end the game. Well, I'm only missing. I've gotten all but five so far, so okay, they're not too hard to just find. And I like that. Unlike in Mario 64, where you're collecting coins, it saves the G the notes that you've <laughs> picked up. So it's like, oh, I left with 99 G notes without thinking about it. I'm gonna have to get all 99 again, aren't I? Nope. I've got to find that one. Yeah, that's pretty nice. I understand why they do it with Mario, though, is because. The level resets every time you go into it. Yeah. It's uh, quite consistent with uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Well, Banjo-Kazooie, the re level resets. Like, enemies come back and... But, I mean, like... If you've gotten a Jiggy, or... Whatever, you can't, like, get it again. <clears throat> As in, like, where you can get, like, the blue stars in Mario. Can't do that in Banjo. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Sorry, I'm eating my dinner now, so... <laughs> So, yes. I don't know if anyone saw any uh, newsy bits. I saw a couple of things. I can't remember them now, though. Um, Nintendo, Nintendo patented a discless... Oh, well, they did, like, a, a solid storage thing. Hey, what was it? What was the news? I don't know what the news was. Uh, they fired that guy. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, <laughs> they fired the podcast guy. They fired the guy who was it the guy who said that Nintendo should stop localizing things because they don't make their money back on it. Yeah, he was the one mocking the like um the. Uh, I, I didn't listen to it. I just read like the um the transcripts from the podcast, <laughs> and he was like saying how all people do is like say to Nintendo like uh, and as I said in the transcript like he was saying it in like a nasally voice making fun of people going <laughs> like uh, don't you want money um, when it comes to like localizing these Japanese games and he was saying stuff like well it, it won't make us money like it like like people say that like oh if you just localize these Japanese games you make so much money because people want them but he said like nope no we're not going to make we're going to lose money doing this like we won't make money not as many people will buy these things as you think and he said even Xenoblade isn't that uh, big of a return um, mm. for them? But um, interesting. Um, I enjoyed reading it, uh, 
but I, as I understand why they let him go. Um, yeah, and he he at least publicly acknowledged that it was his own fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whether he actually believes that is a yeah. <laughs> um... Speaking of Xenoblade, while well, I remember, I don't know whether it's going to apply over here, but I hear that it's going to be um, dual English and American dub. Uh, X Chronicles X. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so you could choose that's... between America and English. And you could do that in Xenoblade Chronicles on the Wii, anyway. Uh, no, you couldn't on 3D one. Well, yeah, you, you, you had the choice between English and Japanese, right? On the Wii one. Yeah. 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 What, what I'm talking about is you've got the dub of um, of Yanks, and you've got the dub of Brits. Oh, really? That's what I heard. Oh. Am I, am I, did I dream that? That one actually makes more sense for it to be Americans because it's set in a place called New Los Angeles. Yeah. So. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I've just said something stupid now. <laughs> That'd be cool, though. Yeah. Even though like, would, I mostly hate be. Xenoblade dub. I mostly hate it. Uh, of Xenoblade Chronicle X will feature some British voice acting. Okay, I may, I misinterpreted a bad headline then. Oh my okay. God! You've given your you are making you gave this us hope. podcast so well. Incredible. You know what? That actually gives you more hope because it means that most <laughs> of it is American, and then there'll be a couple of British people that show up. It's like, all right, go from there. That's a Maybe lovely mech you've got there. What a cup of tea. Maybe Shulk will show up. Spoilers. That means he doesn't die. I haven't finished the game yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spoilers, that means Shulk's still alive at 95 hours into the game. <laughs> no. Um, oh, did you find the uh, the patent? Oh, sorry. I, um, I did. And then I clicked off it again. Hold on. <clears throat> I did see along Nintendo the... patent filing hints at a return to disc pre-game consoles. So they fired. They filed. <laughs> they fired. The they fired a patent, um, potentially for the NX console. Mm-hmm. Um, it was filed in February. Talks about a stationary game console that uses only hard drives and external cards for storage. Hmm. That'd be interesting. I saw that there was a discussion going on that it would be a little bit. Uh, cost inefficient for Nintendo since, like the cart sizes that they're probably going to have to be going for would be, I guess, the thirty-two gigs because Wii U discs can be twenty-five. Mm. So they'd have to go for thirty-two gig carts for every game. I've got faith in them. If they can make a uh, Xenoblade Chronicles fit on the fucking new 3DS, I've got faith in them. I guess it'll be. Uh, I I wouldn't object to it being discless. Nice as the Wii U discs feel with their rounded edges. Yeah. Like my PS Vita boxes take up so much less space. <laughs> and it and 3DS cartridges. And that makes sense if they're going for the handheld and home yeah, console. I was gonna like, say that's like you could put thing. the game in both things and like play it. Um which uh, makes yeah. sense. Um I wonder if that's the case. No, this doesn't really have anything to do with the Well, I guess it does have to do with the discless stuff. Like, is it going to come with both? Is that even fucking feasible? That it would Wait, come like with it, both the console? Little... If, if it is a um uh, a relationship between a handheld and a console, like, 
is it feasible that it would come with both like the console and the handheld thing or are they think they're sold separate i kind of oh. hope it's already in the new 3ds so i don't have to buy another <laughs> handheld console i feel like you I... will <laughs> i don't know because like they could charge xbox levels of money and it'll include both yeah but then people will be going it's a Nintendo console. Why would I pay Xbox levels of money? Yeah, you know, yeah, you know what? If, if you can play the same games on both, and like the only difference is really that, well, maybe there's some touchscreen stuff on the handheld one, and you could take it on the go. I would be fine if it was kept affordable, and you could choose which one you want to go with, um, or if maybe the console was a little bit more money, and if you wanted to go the cheaper route and get the handheld one, you can. Um, I'd like it if if this is the case. I I think it would make sense if there was a bundle of some description where they're actually sold separately, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but there is a bundle yeah. where you do save 50 quid or whatever if you mm-hmm. get them both at the same That's time. That's a good point. That's probably where it will probably happen. Um, speaking of price drops, the uh, 2DS will be $100. Yeah. In, uh, in a month or so. You can get your door wedge for 100 bucks, baby. Okay. <laughs> I actually have something against the 2DS. Uh, I know people who got it like as a quick fix to play Pokemon, and they like it. I don't. I don't like the form factor. I probably would never use one. But uh... it's it's built for a very specific set of hands. Yeah, kids. And it's, that set is not mine. Yeah, nobody's hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, that's that's great. That's you could jump in and play 3S games for a hundred bucks. Like that's. Yeah. If that's like before this generation ends, if that's your thing, like oh, I want to jump in and play Bravely Default, Fire Emblem, blah blah blah, before Van X comes out, you can do that now, pretty damn cheap. Um, it's pretty cool. Mm. Now bring the new Nintendo 3DS normal over here, Nintendo. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you still have like the choice of XL or nothing, right? Yep. It's the only choice you need, motherfuckers. You don't want the. You don't want. No, I want the faceplates. Yeah, plates. I kind of want the faceplates too, but <sighs> Nintendo, you just don't <laughs> want my money aside from the you just don't want my of money. pounds I've spent <laughs> on Amiibos. <laughs> <laughs> just don't want my money apart from all the money that I've already spent on you. Um, all the games that are behind me and the Wii U. And... <laughs> but as far as news stuff goes, nothing that's really... I mean, we never talked about the Konami stuff, but I don't really know if I care enough to talk about that, to be honest. Like I don't know any Konami stuff. Konami sucks. Period. That's the end. Well, like, that that's pretty much all I hear. Yeah. I don't know any reason why Konami sucks. Um, Did PT get cancelled in our off time? Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Or Silent Hills or whatever. That's it's one of that's one of the reasons they suck ass so much. Um, and then they um, and more. then they announced a new Silent Hills game. A Silent Hill game. Sorry, that oh, the Pachinko, Pachinko machine. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see that? Just, um... You know, you know that Silent Hill game we cancelled. This is why Pachinko. <laughs> I love, I love them. Uh, do you guys see that uh, stopped terrorist attack at the Pokemon World Championship? I yeah, I just saw that. now. yeah, I meant to bring it up earlier. I forgot. I that's what the fuck is wrong with people? Okay, I think I've still got it open. Um, what my copyright claim has been released. I'm very happy. They had they had like a Facebook group called like the Mayhem Pokemon Team or whatever, and. They were invited to play in the tournament. Like, they were two kids. Like, they were invited to come play. That's why they were going. That's why the, that's why the Facebook page was seemingly allowed to exist, I guess. Because it was very vague. Like, they... One of their Facebook posts was like, Oh, we're on our way! Wish us luck! And, like, one of the comments was like, um, Good luck! 
And uh, the guy responded like, yeah, with killing the competition. And the one guy was like, hey, 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 yeah. And it's like, Goodness. and like you could read it. And like before you knew, I guess you could be like, yeah, these guys really want to fucking win Pokemon. You know, I guess. <laughs> um, but then the Boston Police Department notified and, and they fucking stopped him. And they searched your vehicle and they found a 12 gauge, an AR-15 and tons of weapons. Yeah, and it's because knives. they, and it's um, like, what the fuck, man? And they put um, on Facebook. We're ready for Worlds. Boston, here we come. With, like, a picture of their car with two guns resting on the boot oh, of the car. Oh, wait, I didn't see that. What the fuck? Let me send you this link. Oh, my I mean, I God. guess their stupidity on that front saved a lot of people. Yeah, good job, dicks. Uh, 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 oh, oh, I mean, like, yeah, like, wow. Okay. Okay, first of all. <laughs> how are the cable ties on your guns? That, yeah, it's like you buy it at an airsoft store. And two... Why? Do, how do they get these weapons? I mean, like. Oh right, they put they put cable. The police put cable ties on them. Okay. Oh okay. <laughs> that looks like it was coming. Out I thought of that it. that was their picture that they posted. And I scrolled down. It's like actually that is a car there. Oh yeah, there we go. Unbelievable, man. Ready uh, for worlds. I would like to point out there are so many children at that event. Uh, yeah, and like it's. I'm just. I can't even imagine. Like uh, if if this would have. I mean, if they wouldn't have posted this stuff on Facebook, they probably would have done Gotten it. away with it, yeah. And we would have another situation where people would be like, well, if the Pokemon guards had guns, this wouldn't have... You would have had another situation where, oh, it's okay, these people somehow got these guns. That's all right, though. How do these well, fucking we also, people... We also would have had a situation where people would be like, trading card games make children violent. <laughs> We should really be looking at the real matter at hand here. It's not the fact that these two 20-year-old men have Counter-Strike assault weapons. No, it's that the trading card games make the kids violent. And the fact that the frame rate in the 3D battle games is slower with the 3D on makes people want to murder each other. That's going to be one of the voices for the girls from Honeypop. (laughs) Yeah, it's exaggerated enough. I imagine next year at Worlds is going to be like some major, major yeah. security, uh, upgrade. security upgrades. <laughs> Why would you think, you know what we need at Worlds? Is guns. armed guards. Yeah, right? Like To, to settle all your, your uh... trading card disputes. He stole my blue eyes! <laughs> <laughs> your blue eyes? Why are you trying you to play to the the wrong thing? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a Yu-Gi-Oh thing too? <laughs> The only reason I say blue eyes is because that's the only card I can think of where uh, people are like, my blue eyes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> my Pikachu. It's it. It's been it's fucked up that you have like like you live in a country where like th- this has to be a discussion where like okay like and I'm sure they're talking about it now. The people behind worlds are like you know next year we need so and so this and that and this and. We need to make it like you're fucking going through airport security to come play Pokemon. And it's the same thing with, like, going to the movies now. Like, I saw Ant-Man, and, like, the whole time I'm watching Ant-Man, I'm like, am I going to die watching Ant-Man? Like, what? Because people like to shoot people in movie theaters now, and now people like to shoot people at Pokemon championships. What's next? Is E3 going to get bombed? Like, what the fuck, man? It's fucked I up. Feel, I feel it's like scanning for a gun relatively easy you just have a metal detector and then you're like oh it's gone off hand us your bag oh there's a giant gun in it (laughs) (laughs) it's not exactly easy to hide unless you're oh oh, you 
you you buster you, you, you. but like I, I i guess in a way i guess maybe this prevented all future shootings from happening at pokemon worlds because now they will always check for somebody carrying mm-hmm. an ar-15 which for are you saying that these people are, are white hat <laughs> they did it for the people um <laughs> Uh, and, and the same goes, I, some movie theaters in the U S now too are beefing up security and, and putting up metal detectors. And I would like my local theater to do that as well. Not that I'm saying there's going to be a copycat in my town, but you shouldn't have to feel like you're going to get shot when you go to a Pokemon thing. And you shouldn't have to feel like you're going to get shot when you go to the you, mall. You shouldn't have to feel like you're going to get shot anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> you should, you should live safe in the knowledge that the likelihood of you having a bullet inside you is next to zero. I mean, like, you're a soldier. It's yeah. It's at a point where like they should just ask you when you come to America. Like, yeah, are you comfortable with the possibility of getting shot anywhere you go? Uh, well, no, no, get back on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> go back. You can put your backs back on the way. Go back. Yeah, welcome to America. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's fucked up news. I can't even. I just like. At like, least no one got oh, hurt. That's yeah. that's like the best thing. Like I'll say, like, oh, true. thank God, nothing happened. Like I can't even imagine. Like if it. Oh my god! If something had happened, that would have been insane because they were live streaming the entire event like yeah. all weekend. Holy fuck! That live streams, fortunately, very easy to shut down. And these fucking dorks too in the picture, like, oh man, I I hope they never see the light of day again. Like, fuck you. They probably will because they didn't really, aside from carrying weapons and the like. They I don't didn't know. Do I, illegal, I don't know. I don't know what they'll get they charged with. But I mean, well, they they they've been charged with um, unlawful possession. I would hope they would be or possession of an unlicensed firearm or something like that. Punished for terrorist attempted massacre. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I can't imagine these two will have an easy ride. Um, hopefully. But then again, the American just America just sucks. Let's talk about some games. Um, speaking of Pokemon. Pokemon tournament comes out next year. Yeah, it does. yeah. How about so that? Excited. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> is it going to be online or is it just like a? I don't actually know. It's, is it out in Japan yet? No. Uh, it's not in arcades in Japan. Oh, that's what it is. Mm. So I guess if it's an arcade game in Japan, there's no way to know if there will be an online version. No. Um, so we'll find out one day. Oh, I remembered another game that I played. I played Nidhogg. Oh, okay. Nidhogg. Yeah. That game is like a game that's fun for about five minutes, and then I lose all interest in it very, very quickly. Do you play against people or against the crazy AI? Mm, I played against Andy a few times when we went to the uh, National Video Game Arcade in Nottingham. Um, we played it there on like one of the old arcade machines. Mm-hmm. Someone had stuck it in there, and it was cool then. And then I was like, "I'm going to buy this game." Bought it, played it once, and then played it again. I think you played me, didn't you? Once we eventually got it to work. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it's all right. It's nice to pick up every now and again. I think that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, it's it, it's not the sort of game that you'd sit down and play for eight hours at a time. Like you play for twenty minutes once a week or whatever. Yeah. Well. New question. Yeah, I was gonna say questions. Or wait, what are you gonna say, Abby? Were you gonna say something? 
And I was going to say questions. Oh, yeah. So we're on the same page. I was just trying to remember we're, we're if there was any other news that I was thinking of, but that could wait till next time. I'm Where having a problem, like, eating my dinner and talking on a podcast at the same time, so I'm like, questions, call the questions, and then other people can talk. We've okay. got a question from Lou. Lou. What's up, Lou? Lou asks, your thoughts on day one DLC? Poo. Answer the question, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... Go well, ahead. Go ahead. I'll, I'll let I'll let Bill go first. Are you sure? Yeah. I I interrupted you. I don't want to be that guy. Well, I feel I feel like you might say the same things as me. Okay. Well, I don't. Well, we'll find out. Um, day one DLC is a tricky thing. Um, and at the same time, I think the idea behind doing it maybe is a little sleazy. But I mean, there's a reason. Okay. There's there's two different kinds. There's the on disc stuff. That like they locked and then like, hey, you can buy it day one and unlock it. But and then there's the stuff people make because when a game goes gold, it goes gold a little bit before release. They really don't have it. I guess, as far as I know, like the developers are do, like they don't do. Um, so some of them make stuff and then put it out deal like costumes or something. Um, I'm okay with cosmetic day one DLC. Um, at the same time, I missed the day where you could just unlock costumes. Um, and it was like goofy costumes you were fun to unlock, but now it's like you want to use costume, you can pre-order the day one DLC and get the funny costume. How about you just give it to me? Um, I actually I don't think about, there's, any, um, there's no way to spin day one DLC. I don't think there was that one bit of DLC that was like for Dead Rising. It was big head mode, which used to be like cheat codes that you put in. It was really mm. now you could pay for it. Yep, that's that's pretty much my thinking. Cosmetic DLC. I am 100% fine with, because that's not really content, that's just, like, artsy stuff yeah. that someone's fiddled around yeah, with. Here's what we made in the meantime of the game going yeah. old, you know, here's whatever, you could pay us money for it. The, the There have been a few instances where, um, not necessarily day one DLC, but DLC in general has proven to be a little bit shady. I think one of the Batman games, not the last, the one that just came out, but the one yeah, before, Oh, all um, city two. origins. I don't know. Ar- Arkham Knight's been pretty shitty too with it. Well, true, but um, the game they've at least tried to fix Arkham Knight. Yeah. One that I'm thinking of, they said we don't have time to fix it. We have a DLC schedule to stick to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they would. That's less yeah. of an issue with day one DLC, and more of an issue with the mentality of DLC. <clears throat> um. Well, they can't do that now because Steam refunds are a thing. So. Yeah, thank God. Um, Which, why did we not have this sooner? <laughs> I think that they were forced into it by the EU. Because it's like a EU commission right type thing for the cons- consumer to have a refund on things that they're not happy with. Um, and... It was a case of them saying to st- to Valve, if you want to continue selling stuff here, you have to abide by our rules. So uh, good on them. Hmm. It's a great system. DLC. No, if games don't work, I can get refunds. Boom. If what doesn't work? Games. Oh right, yes. As long as you don't play more than two hours of them. Mm. Or it's within was it two weeks of purchase? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um. Mass Effect 3 has some day one DLC that was content. Oh, the Prophean. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, shit like that bugs me. Uh, I shouldn't have to pay more uh, on the day the game comes out to get more stuff. Like, the game's out. Yeah. Like, I should be able to buy the game and go, I bought Mass Effect 3. I got it. Like, I don't, well, I don't actually have... I, I never bought... The funny thing with DLC is, like, I don't... I barely... I Well, not barely. I rarely find any of them. Where I, I never buy DLC, really, for anything. I, I'm a huge Mass Effect fan. One of my favorite franchises ever. I, love, I actually love Mass Effect 3. I never bought Citadel. Even though I know it's really good, and I know it's great fan service, I know it's really fun. I'm just like I'm done with the game. Like I don't want to go back to it. Like I'm done with Mass Effect. Like that came out done months after Effect, it came you, out. You wanted, you wanted Andromeda. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm done with that iteration. I should oh, say. Okay. Like, I'm done with Mass Effect Three. Like I beat it. Like I put the game away. Like I'm. I very rarely pull games back out and played. I still haven't played Dawn Guard or Dragon or Dragonborn. Is that the name of that one? The, the Think last so, yeah. one. I still yeah. haven't played any of them because I, 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 that's one instance where I really want to go back and do it. Um, yeah, Dragonborn's ready. Yeah, because you do, you, you do go to Soulsteel, and I, I loved Blood Moon and Morrowind, so it's like I should go back and, and play that. Um, but like, it's very rare for me to pick an old older game back up when DLC comes out, and the, for that reason, I just don't ever really have any experiences with DLC and multiplayer games i don't count because those i i play persistently and like expansion packs and map packs and this and that i buy like the destiny stuff and but um yeah dlc is tricky for me because i don't usually even get it on disc stuff i think is also kind of tricky because it's hard to tell whether the stuff that's on disc or and the install that steam has (laughs) whether that at the time that it was sent to that place was complete and that it's not like being patched in like if it's half finished and then the last half gets patched in on the day yeah um but i suppose that's still locked behind a paywall yeah yeah pretty much unless it's cosmetic <laughs> i i say i'm i don't trust it like i, I feel like so i'm trying to be cheated out of money but fortunately most of the games i don't buy don't have day one dlc because um, Nintendo are yet to do that, aside from the uh, Splatoon Amiibos. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you, Lou. Thank you, Lou. Thank you. We thank hate Lou. It. Andy asks, <laughs> rarest game in your collection? Are you ready for my joke answer? Oh, yeah, I am. The rarest it. game in my collection. Oh, you're gonna say the rarest. Oh, you player. son of a bitch! <laughs> you fucking <laughs> son of a bitch! On that disc. <laughs> it is the rarest. You cannot have a rarer game. Yeah, son of a bitch. Shit. Next question. <laughs> um. I can't hear Bill. I don't think I own. I was. I was oh, looking. There. I was looking at my games. I don't think I have any <laughs> rare games to be honest. Um. <laughs> I, I ruined that joke by putting too much emphasis. But... Uh, Paper Mario for the N64. Oh, yeah, I still got that sitting around. Yeah, apparently it's worth a lot of money, so I'm assuming that's what that is rare, I guess. I don't know. I don't uh, know if the PS2 version of Shadow of Destiny is rare, but I have that. And I, and honestly, like as rare as it gets for me is like the Wii version of Xenoblade, which isn't even rare, but it still goes for a lot of money on eBay, so I guess. That's pretty rare in this country. On the, on the basis of I have never seen it anywhere other than the one that I have right now, 
Uh, I'm going to go with Star Fox Adventures. It's my rarest game. Ooh, I own that hey, I have Star Fox Adventures. Yeah, apparently there's hundreds of them up your way, but they just don't exist down here. <laughs> so, uh, relatively rare down here. Or relatively rare to me, even. Uh, Madden's pretty rare. Is it? Yeah, Madden's very rare. That surprises me. <laughs> That's what makes a joke. <laughs> I can't tell. Yeah, it's a joke. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were being serious. I was like, well. I thought, I was like, all right, they make them yearly, so maybe they don't make that many? Yeah, that was my that, my thought. So I was like, yeah, that seems reasonable. I should have kept it going. <laughs> yeah, you should have. I wonder if Shenmue 2 on the Xbox is rare at all. I don't know if that's rare. I don't know. If I own that. I don't know if it's rare. What else I got? Nothing. I don't have most of my games now. Um, is Enchanted Arms rare? I don't know. What the hell is that? Exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I do have any more games. Enchanted either. Arms was the first JRPG released on the 360. It came with a manga, and I bought it because I was like, "Whoa!" And then I never. I played like 80 hours of it. I never beat the fucking thing. But heavyweight trap the JRPGs, so don't you? I think I'm worse. I've never beaten a JRPG unless you count the main story of Final Fantasy 14, which I would because it. Uh, Pokemon is a JRPG. That's true. I guess. I count? would count Pokemon as. Right, you would or you would not? I would, yeah. Okay, good. I, f- I have finished a JRPG. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Welcome to the Elite. Um, yeah. Should we move on to the next question? Sure. Pat asks, Bill, how come you're never on my team in Splatoon? He didn't ask that. <laughs> he asked, what's the best minigame inside of a game? For example, Blitzball on Final Fantasy X or the gambling at the game corner in Pokemon? <laughs> this is a hard question actually because there's a lot of them that I've played and like I, I don't really remember any. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I think I have the opposite problem to you where you've had a lot. I don't aside from the Pokemon one, I don't know of any What about Squid Jump in Splatoon? That's one. Eh, eh. Yeah, I don't play it very much though. Well, oh, well, yeah. Squid Beats. Is Squid Beats a mini game? Yeah, that would count. Yeah, Squid Beats. The really bad DDR of Splatoon. Shit, 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 shit. Come down. Can't think of any. <laughs> Can I just say... Um, bumper balls from Mario Party. <laughs> Is You're that choosing cheating? an actual minigame. <laughs> yes, I'm choosing an actual minigame. Game. Because if it's we're doing that, game. I'll choose one of the Wii Party U ones. Um, oh, I like the one where we had to draw like a bean. You know the one where, you, where all of you draw a thing, but okay. one of you gets a different thing yeah, and yeah. you've got to... It's like, the one where we draw like a bean. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't remember what it's called, though. But yeah, that one's pretty good. You know, this is a weird one. Oh, the Wii Party are great. There's actually a Mario Party type mode in Wii Party U we discovered. That's better yeah. than Mario Party 10. What is it? it play, is. play like a board game? Yeah. Interesting. I don't think you played it, Evie, but... Um, it's like it's like a massive, like three hundred square long route, and you roll right. dice to go forward, and you play mini games every round. And... Maybe maybe I just got it confused with that time that we played Mario Party and we didn't have fun. Um, <laughs> but we party you is the best Mario Party game in years. That wasn't that wasn't out this year, was it? Because otherwise, I could have had it as my game of the year. <laughs> Pretty sure it was a launch title, you know. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, uh, 25th, 2013. Yeah. Well, what about you, uh, my Mine's weird. I just thought it, I just remembered this. <clears throat> because I don't, you don't really, I guess you don't really play anything. Um, but it's such an odd thing. And I, I consider it a mini game because there is stuff involved in it. And the, the one PlayStation 1 game, Brave Fencer Musashi, um, by Square, you collect, it's like Feudal Japan with monsters and stuff, but like, you you collect this currency thing and money and you buy action figures of all of the monsters that you kill and all of the bosses and all of the NPCs and stuff and they're rare and you collect them and you gotta complete your collection and everything and I view it as a side mini game because it's an extra task and there's different stuff involved and you can choose to open it or keep it in the box and like it's really fucking weird um, <laughs> but I loved it like it was so fun because um, when you opened it up like that's it you can't repackage it and I think you could resell them. I don't remember too much. The only other thing, and I don't know if it counts, because it's the only thing I could think of on like a substantial level right now on the spot, are the pet battles from World of Warcraft. I consider them a mini game because they really don't. Or even Triple Triad in Final Fantasy fourteen and Final Fantasy VIII uh, is also very fun. But the pet battling in WoW is basically Pokemon that they added into the game. All of the pets you collect... Um, and they added tons of new ones and rare ones, and you go into matchmaking and you battle people in Pokemon style battles and get ranked, and it's fun. And it's Pokemon. They added it in WoW. Um, so I would probably say that because it's interesting. Um, is, is fishing and Animal Crossing a mini game? I think it's just part of the game. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Because fishing for me is, is the best part of Animal Crossing. Fishing is fun. I like, I like the mini games that are in Pokemon Stadium too. Oh yeah! I don't really remember them all that much. Is that I remember the one with the sushi game? liking them. No, that's the first one. Ah, oh. sushi game is amazing. Yeah, it is. Oh. Fuck yeah! Um, I think it was Pokemon Stadium one. I don't Pokemon, know. Pokemon like Stadium it. two has things like the um, For the slicing up logs and the apom. You got a it's like musical chairs. Oh uh, yeah. Pokemon Stadium 1 had the chancy remembering the pattern and the hypno, which eventually just turns into button mashing. I want to say Pokemon Stadium games. I know there are many games, but there are many games within a game. So. Yeah, the main game is battling. Yeah, I'm, I'm counting yeah, that one. Yeah, they count. If, pep, if, if I can make pet battles and action figure collecting count, that counts. For sure. Okay. Um... Next question comes from Dan. Hi, Dan. Welcome to the Permadeath Podcast. Which Dan? Daniel Hong. Oh, Daniel Hong. The only Dan I know. Uh, Dan asks, favorite setting slash world ever in a game? Thanks, Dan. Xenoblade Chronicles, without doubt. And wake up. Uh, Warcraft. All of Warcraft. World of Warcraft for me. Or Elder See, Scrolls. Bill, but... you'd like the world. You, you'd like the world in Xenoblade Chronicles because they're so big and expansive that they're sort of like sets that you would see in an MMO. But it's except simple. without other people. Yeah, except without um, other people. Oh, everything I've seen of Xenoblade that screw you over at every turn looks great. I like. I definitely need to. I definitely need to start it. But yeah, wow for me. I love all of the Warcraft zones. I love all the 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 lore behind it, and it's just ah oh, man, that's just good stuff. Though this answer could change next week if they fuck up everything in the last like five hours of the game, so <laughs> we'll see. Did I say next week? Yes. 
We are recording again next week. Are we not? Are we? I doubt. I doubt it. So. <laughs> I'll try it. I'll try it. Yeah. I, I, I will accept partial blame, if not most of the blame, for um, there not being episode recently. Purely because of my work schedule not meshing with Eastern America. I think, or, I think you're alright somehow. Or normal people. Um, so, yeah. Any that was a thing. There are. I don't know whether they're joke questions or not. Um, oh, it's those ones. Yeah. <coughs> nah. Okay. Well. <laughs> Alright then. These are all directed to Ebby. Okay. Uh, why is Pokemon 3D? It looks really bad to me. Uh, Pokemon in 3D looks really good apart from they haven't got the skin colours right yet. But Pokemon's good in 3D and I like it. I like it too. <laughs> I, I, uh, it's right. I, I feel like this. I wish that the 3D effect actually applied outside of the battles. Battles. The battles. Um, and it took me too long to realize that the general world is not 3D. <laughs> Legit 3D, 3DS, 3D. Um, but yeah, it looks fine. It was a bit of a jump, but that's the world we live in now. All the Pokemon games will look like that. So get used to it. Okay. Number two. What are y'all's opinions on JRPG Maker and the types of games people will make from it? I don't think I have ever played a game that is made by someone in JRPG Maker. I don't think I have either. I own it. I tried to fiddle about with it a bit and then thought, no, I can't be bothered. Was Suikoden made in uh, JRPG Maker? Because <laughs> no. in that game, a dragon makes the sound of an elephant. <laughs> That's all I remember from that game. Was uh, Shenmue made in uh, JRPG Maker? Ha! Shen- <laughs> Shen- <laughs> <laughs> it, was very, it was a very forceful like pause. I was looking at something, and then I heard it. I'm like, and then I, I was like, oh, yeah. Shen, this, welcome to the Shenmue cast. That's going to be a thing, isn't it? You're going to have a full-out Star Fox cast. <laughs> Bill will have the Shenmue cast, and I'll we have... splinter off into you know, separate... Like, like, I'm like, kidding. I, I, want, I want a full episode of Permadeath dedicated to Fallout 4. There'll be two episodes that week. One by Abby, and uh, one by Bill and I. <laughs> I'll play it. I'll be playing that shit. Yeah. yeah. Better believe it. Um, it's far though. But... Last question. Last question. Akiba's trip. Undead and undressed. Best gave ever or no? <laughs> I just a typo of the question. I read that earlier before we started recording. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Wow. Um, no. I own it. I haven't played it yet. Uh, I've not really. looked at it. Uh, those, for all of those were from the Euclidewood Hellscythe. Um, Don't fuck with Euclidewood Hellscythe. Except we just did three times. Don't fuck you up. Uh, for some reason, I've always read that as Hellscythe. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't read. 
for the longest time, and I still continue to do it, I think that the Final Fantasy expansion is called Hellsword, Heaven's Sword, not <laughs> Heaven's Ward. Because I, that's an awful font. I would, uh, I would not hold that against you. Because of the way it looks, for sure, on a glance. Yeah. Like, if you're just glancing at it. Yeah. Heaven's Sword makes sense. What the hell is Heaven's Ward? Um, I have to play it again before I do. Yeah. It cost me like 100 quid to do so. Well. So, yeah. I'll wrap it up. That pretty much wraps it up. I don't yeah. know if anyone's got any. Um, I don't know whether I should say, but I feel like if I do, it'll sort of hold us to it. Um, Bill and I, as we mentioned earlier, will be playing Rocket League against uh, Andy and Matt from Vector Gaming. Mm-hmm. I'll be recording our side. They'll be recording theirs. Uh, so expect that in the next week or so, I guess, mm-hmm. to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't be there, so enjoy it. Enjoy it while I'm not there, guys. <laughs> it's guys' night. This is guys' yeah. night on the Rocket League. Playing a manly game. Yeah. So, that should be good. Look forward to that. It's going to be fun. I'm going to wreck everybody. I'm just kidding. Games with I'm just kidding. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit back and let everyone else play because everyone's better, <laughs> better at it than me. I'm going to play somewhere after we end this podcast. All right, then. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> are you going to play ranked or are you going to play... Uh, uh, you're going to leave it open for me to join you. Uh, we can play. Yeah. Get some practice in. There we go. Yeah, let's play. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Yes, thank you. Um, maybe thank one you. next week. Maybe not. It'll be when it'll be. Hopefully not two months again. We, there's some games coming out um, and stuff, so... I'll Summer is a bit of a dry spell, really. I'll probably want to talk about some stuff. Um, Mad Max coming out. I want to get Until Dawn. Um, All out. That's well, not till December. Well, we'll pretty, pretty active back half of the year, I think. Is it November? November the 10th. Yeah, it was not in December. Uh, <laughs> you're not going to get it till... What What date? What day is the 10th? A Tuesday? Yeah, usually it, yeah, it should be a Tuesday. Yes, yeah, 10th. So you might get it by the by the Thursday. <laughs> if I can't get game to... Uh, oh my god, did you, guys, did you guys see that? I want to buy it. Did you guys see that Yu-Gi-Oh game on PS4? I want it. No. I if it's the same one that's on Xbox, is it like Pokemon the trading card game? Legacy the of game the Duelist. Color? Yeah, it's like Yeah. Well, it's I like hear playing, it's like playing Yu-Gi-Oh. The it's it's very cruel. Like there is one character in The Exodia thing? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> like it, so there's a character it's one of um Marek's Steve's um You'll be you'll be playing him, and you'll be in like round two, and uh, he'll play Pot of Greed, and then he'll play like three other cards, and in a single turn he summons Exodia. What? Yeah, I really want to get it. What's you this could, game called? Well, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist. You can play through all the storylines. It has all six thousand something cards that you can collect in booster packs, um, and you can play online. And I always loved playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, in real life, and uh, you see them, and I kind of just want to get it. Like, is just even just to play through the stories and like collect the cards again and like just play it. Like, I, it's interesting, and I've I've heard pretty decent things about it. Um, I hear that it's it's a perfectly competent Yu-Gi-Oh game. Yeah, aside from the Exodia, yeah. <laughs> bit, which may well be patched. I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, it's, it's not it's, out on PC, is it? Yeah, it's just PS4 and Xbox One. Fuck my life. <laughs> just get a PS4. And then pay 20 quid. Just get, a P- just get a PS4. <laughs> yeah. The money you don't have. Well, I mean, I have it. But I need it. <laughs> I need it for Amiibos and Fallout. And... But it's, it's actually got Yugi in it. Yeah, it's every Aww. protagonist. That's nice. It's like the ultimate Yu-Gi-Oh! fan service game. We hear you like Exodia. <laughs> so face him forever. So, cool. Finish. Yeah. Thank you, everybody.